0: Oh dear! Quiet on set. All right. Well, thank you, London. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Oh Dear, presented by Bose Bar and Stage. And for the second time, we're back and at Communal Creative Studios by Bose. Really excited to be back here. It's been a hot minute since we've been here. Lots of changes in the studio, and it's really nice to be back. So this episode is sponsored by the unparalleled clothing company. You're welcome, Dustin, for not making you say it. Uh, so owner Jarrett Smith, we're going to hear from him in a little bit. The first ever interview in the studio too. He he came up from Calgary and did the interview with us. So we're going to hear that in a little bit. And got to say, we we're, we're not really the masters of timing because the first episode we did all together again, last one was on a boat it was like eight degrees on a Tuesday afternoon. Now this one, we're a little ahead of schedule filming. So it's right in the middle of the heat wave. It's like 35 degrees and and we're inside. So we kind of might've flip-flopped those two, but either way, happy to be here. Happy to be back hanging out with Ryan and Riley as well. Go, I'm sure happy to be out of the elements. You don't have no hats. There's no hoodies over the cameras or or anything like that. And uh, next time we'll, we'll give you guys the canopy, at least on the boat. We'll, we'll switch spots. And of course, I'm Ted Emmett, happy to be with you once again. And as always, joined by three of the, I was going to say best, or just three of the people in Red Deer, uh, starting with someone who's going to go very far in life, and we all hope he stays there, Dustin Moore. How's it going?
1: (laughs) I'm good, Teddy. It's been a a busy start to summer. Like you said, we're in the middle of a heat wave, and I think you're the only guy who, who has ever created something to detect sweat what do you call it again humid titties or, or sorry humidity humidity but you know i'm good july ju- july 1st can't come soon enough with uh with the changes to even get out of our stage three
0: that's a good joke
1: walsh
2: you broke is, a
0: sweat thinking of it too, Walsh's but. eyes
2: just
3: lit
1: up
0: when you said that
2: out all right loud. move on
1: you can go to the next guy i'm pretty happy with where that went
0: well and when he starts talking we all stop listening kevin walsh how's it going Ooh. That, you you said you were going to go hard and that hurt a lot. Yeah, this is this has to get us through the whole summer. This is our only summer episode.
4: Yeah.
5: Well, as my good friend Ryan Lund would say, I'm beeping fantastic. <laughs> uh, as Morsey said, we're in the middle of a heat wave. And you know what? My kids started soccer last week. So after a year and a half of COVID, I'm finally feeling like an actual dad, uh, which is kind of weird to say, but, uh, and I'll tell you what, we showed up at the Colicut field for soccer. And this is like seven year olds and under soccer. And we show up and my daughter's like, dad, there's like a hundred people here. I said, there's like 300 people here. It is an absolute zoo. So we had the first day, like you you can't park anywhere. There's kids everywhere. And my wife goes, oh, we should like set up a lemonade stand (laughs) right by there. And I thought, well, the city probably makes you get a business license or something like that. Well, we show up on Thursday and there's an ice cream truck. In the parking lot in Notre Dame. And I thought, ah, oh, we missed our opportunity. So anyways, I'm doing great.
0: <laughs> and that's all the time we have. We'll yeah. see you guys in September. <laughs> uh, and just a disclaimer, you reminded me, this is, it's end of June right now. We're filming it a little bit ahead of time because summer is busy. So a lot can change in two weeks. Take that with a grain of salt. And as always, last but not least, the man whose birth certificate is just an apology letter from the condom company. Ryan Lund, how's it going? <laughs> oh. Okay,
1: mine wasn't so bad. Hey, you're always nice to Lund. Yeah. That was incredible.
2: That's because I was so strong, I broke through the condom. <laughs> Just shows my my inner drive and perseverance. Yeah. So thank you, too. You and Michael
0: Phelps. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> one in the same. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I got a good base tan now. So uh, I'm hoping to get lots more sunshine for the next uh, two months. And yeah, uh, I know it's the summer at Ted, but... I'm kinda hoping it's I'll get a little bit I'll be able to ride your coattails a little bit. Mm.
0: Summer of Ted is for everyone. I just want to make that clear. Okay. It's just it's like it's like for you, Christmas was a feeling. Summer of Ted is just a mindset. Okay. Just enjoy yourself. That's it.
2: Yeah, we're off to a bang and start. So let's keep it up.
0: And after 13 episodes, we finally learned. Well, I think we always knew, but we finally accepted that we need some adult supervision. So now At least for this episode, we'll see if she ever wants to come back. Coworker Erin is in studio with us as well. She's going to be our official ad read Er. reader yeah, (laughs) from now on because I'm just the complaint hotline from all our partners and saying, if you make Ryan Lund do one more ad read (laughs) (laughs) for described audio, I I don't know. There's some weird touching going on on the couch over there, which is fine. COVID's expired now in Alberta, so you're allowed to do that. But Erin- Aaron's here by popular demand from Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not gonna say anything mean about you because we want you to keep helping us with the podcast. So I'm just gonna ask how's it going and welcome.
6: Thank you, it's going great. Um, if you wanted adult supervision, you definitely called the wrong person, but I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, well, so far even before that, we just learned weird stuff about Amelia Bedelia and it's not, it,
6: it was a weird she's, start already. She's a treasure.
2: Yeah, she sounds like a lovely young or old woman.
6: <laughs> there, there is a discrepancy between the books that I read as a child and the books that Walsh reads his child.
0: Maybe a B- Amelia Bedelia is also a, just a mindset. Yes. maybe Not a person. Yeah,
6: Maybe. I or Benjamin Button.
2: So we're In the she, kids' books, she's a real pain in the ass. Well, wherever she is, we wish her well.
0: <laughs> Off to a flying start, but all joking aside, <laughs> it is awesome to be back here. We're in the studio again, just for the second time. We were here once in March and kind of had to shut things down and like I said COVID's over in Alberta apparently so we're back here we're hanging out on the couches in front of the green screen too so hopefully we're we're going to do some fun stuff with this episode
1: I think it's it's important to say too that we both or we're both we're all double vaccinated yeah. and uh we're all Pfizered up and yeah. uh ready to go
0: It's a two dose hot girl best summer of Ted ever right is that all the different social media things Waxed into and waxed baby one? Yeah well that's Lund yeah <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, man, this is, we're like, I feel like we're 30 minutes in already. Disclaimer, everyone, this is going to be a long episode because we're trying to get a whole summer's worth of our crap jammed into this. But we do have something really exciting going on this summer too, that when the episode comes out, is a perfect time. It'll be on social media already, but again, I've talked a lot already. So Dustin, what's going on on August 21st?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. We're we're gonna be doing some sort of a live party. Oh dear! Along with troubled tea, are gonna be putting on an event at Bose. Tickets are on sale already, so get yours before it's sold out because we're gonna sell out fast. I got a feeling.
0: I think so too. Yeah, and, and important to say too, with your ticket, you do get a, a free can of troubled tea. So that's you know worth the price of admission and as usual too, I believe Brendan's always provides the appetizer buffet, which is a big draw. So you get a good bang for your buck. You don't even have to listen to us. We're going to attempt a live show. We're going to see how it goes, bring on some other entertainment. And, uh, I don't know, I th- I think we should call it the best summer ever bash at Bowes because we're all about the best summer ever this year.
1: I think we're all in, you know, Ted, we sat down and had this conversation and, and we're a little hesitant, me, Kev, and, and, and Lundy and, after talking with you and and your confidence in us selling tickets, I think uh, we're going to put on a pretty good show. I know we're gonna we're good at telling stories and bullshitting, and and uh, we'll have some fun audience interaction, and and really, it's just going to be a party and and support our good friends at Bose.
5: I don't think it was Ted convincing us. He said we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. We enough. We just
0: have to figure out a day.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and and we bickered with him for an hour, and we didn't get anywhere. Yeah. And
0: you know what? You're going to be glad that I through the hammer down like that because I believe in you guys, which is strange. I thought it would be the other way around, but I believe in you guys and I think it's going to be a great night.
2: Let's just call the show free food and booze. And then that way we'll get,
5: we'll get everyone there.
0: That's why I want to call it the best summer ever and not, oh dear, live. We're going to trick people. Yeah.
5: You're a banker and you don't understand the concept of free. Uh, Kev,
2: yeah. Unlimited appetizer buffet. You can steal as many teas as you want from your buddies.
3: What you you still had to pay
0: for the ticket? Wow! Not if you play your cards right. (laughs) So again, that's Saturday, August twenty first. Again, check it out on social media. You'll be able to to find all the ticket information there, and just get a hold of one of us for tickets too. I I think it's going to be a a pretty awesome night and pretty cool that just to be able. I know Bose has a lot of live shows coming up, and it's just going to be awesome again. We've had some great nights fundraisers at Bose before, and. I think that for me, that was it, is just to be able to get back there and do something like that is going to be awesome.
6: Don't forget, it's featuring guest star Amelia Bedelia, who'll be drawing drapes and dressing turkeys.
0: <laughs> how how did we score her? I know, people. Are you going to play the part of Amelia Bedelia? Because yeah. Lund has some other things that he yeah. wanted Amelia B- Bedelia to do that yeah. we're not going to talk about on
2: it here.
1: looks like we might have some weird play set up that night.
0: I yeah. guess I guess it is 18 plus, so.
6: Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah.
0: yeah. The Oh Dear Live show and some other weird shit. Yeah. Well, let's call it that. All right. Well, if anyone's still listening, I think that's a, a perfect spot to not only move into the Glad Game, but to put coworker Erin to work here and see if, if this was a good hire or not. And by hire, I mean asked her to come and spend her Monday night with us for nothing.
6: You're getting what you pay for with yeah. this. <laughs> the Glad Game is brought to you by Gord's Smoke Shop. It's smoking hot outside but Gord's has lots of cool new products for your summer adventures. Their cigar hum— Their cigar humidors. Nope. <laughs> God
5: damn it. Hey, I've been there. Don't worry. Yeah.
6: Their cigar humidors are stocked and ready for your trip to the golf course. Keep your smoke and shit together when you're on the go with smell-proof stash bags and containers. And don't be that person who starts a forest fire by smoking. Gord's has safe and smokeless ways to puff or eat your favorite flower. Too hot to move? Shop online at gourdsmokeshop.ca and get Gourds delivered or shipped with 420 delivery within Red Deer. That's $4.20, plus free Canada-wide shipping on orders over $99. Some exceptions apply. Or pop into Gourds and enjoy their air conditioning at 2310 Gates Ave, next door to Beau's Bar and Stage and for lovers only. Gord's Smoke Shop, everything you need but the weed. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, that's incredible!
6: Great job, cigar humidor. Yeah, yeah great cigar job.
0: humidor got you, but still, good job. You're hired.
1: Yeah, I think good job, Aaron, and good job, Gores, for that. Yeah. That right, that's that's incredible. Well,
0: okay, I can go first. I'm glad that Aaron is here to do our ad reads.
1: Is that all you got? No. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay, so I, I am glad. Actually, recently, now in the news, I know we've talked about this before. Uh, Red Deer College gaining polytechnic status, but now they actually have a name. Not really a surprising one, but they're officially Red Deer Polytechnic. And I just, I'm not excited about the name, but again, just kind of be reminded of that. And I'm a, I think the only graduate of a polytechnic school here, I believe. And I just think obviously a little disappointing in a lot of ways that they didn't get university status. But I think with polytechnic, you get the best of both worlds, right? Like you can, you can get a degree you, you have the trades, obviously I did the, the broadcasting program at Sate in Calgary. So just excited to see things move forward for that and, and knowing the opportunities that it uh, that it offers. And and hopefully maybe they do have a broadcasting program because uh, I just think uh, that would be pretty cool to see. So
1: I'll go next. Uh, I know Teddy always gets mad at us for, for going long, but you already warned the viewers that we're going to be a little longer this episode. So I have two tonight. The first one goes out, my daughter's birthday was about a week ago and and it was the day after the Waterbury Open, our little golf fun golf tournament uh, that branch off the Chubs, which we're going to talk about later, but it ended up being a fairly early night for me. I got home, you know, around eight o'clock so I could be ready for her birthday party and <laughs> you- You, Ted, and you, Lund, and Kevin Strybosch, the athletes, were were nice enough to come over at two o'clock the next day and dress up in Sesame Street mascot costumes. So (laughs) that's my number one glad game because I know you guys had a little later night than me and it was plus 30 out.
0: Yeah, and I got to say, the athlete made the most physically imposing Elmo I have ever seen. Like, no wonder Bryn was scared.
1: And the best part about that, because she was very afraid that day, but the best part about it, she talks about it a ton still. And she always goes back to, Ernie wished me happy birthday, and that was Lundy. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me glad that I have friends like that that'll do some weird stuff. But uh, my second glad game no idea. goes out to Dave McEnly. We all know him. He's the handiest guy around. He took... Two days or two nights, sorry, before our first camping trip with our new trailer, to come over and help me out instead of going out and getting his stuff ready. And then once we were camping, he helped me out with, I think, our water pump, our AC, like just figuring it all out. And I'm not a handy guy at all. And I know Kev's you know, we're in the same boat and your father-in-law is super handy. So really appreciative of people. And it makes me really glad that there's people in my life that can help me out like that.
5: Sounds like you just have a shitty trailer, man. (laughs) No, it's a great, like
1: you're just trying to, it's a beautiful new trailer. It's a little big for what we need, but just trying to figure out all the little quirks that it's got in it. And and Dave helped me get there. So I'm happy for you, Dave. Hey
0: man, I've seen your diet. You'll grow into it.
1: Ooh, (laughs) easy, humid titties.
0: (laughs) No body shaming, gentlemen. (laughs) I thought you said human titties. What else would they be? (laughs) I guess alien
5: titties would have been more
0: offensive. (laughs) All right. Well, Kevin, would you like to follow that
5: up? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really glad that here in Red Deer, we actually have two Olympians that uh, have just been announced. So uh, one is Tammy Cunnington, who is in the Paralympic Games uh, for swimming, and Rebecca Smith, who's in the uh, Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, I, am lucky enough. I actually know Rebecca's father and her grandparents, a wonderful family, very active in the community. And, uh, she's, she's been training, you know, I think from a young age, she was, uh, you know, a high level swimmer and she's actually lived in Toronto since she was 16 years old. So, um, she's been training this for, for this for a long time and it's great to see her get some recognition. And, uh, I'm really going to be rooting for team Canada
0: swimming in this Olympics in
5: the next few weeks.
0: Lundy, you're not the best swimmer in town anymore.
5: Yeah,
2: well, I'm glad I had to pass the mantle on sooner or later. I guess, <laughs> but no, that's pretty cool. We've got two uh, two Olympians coming from our city. Did not know that. Uh, so my my uh, thing I'm also glad for also has to do with the city of Red Deer. Uh, I read uh, earlier today that you're having a Meet the Street Arts and Culture Festival on September 3rd to 5th. So it's just going to be celebrating music. Uh, Visual and performance arts. It's going to be similar to to Centerfest or some of those other street festivals in Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, So it's just another stage, another step we're getting to to get back to normal. So uh, hopefully that one goes ahead without a hitch, as it's about two months away from now, or a month a month and a half from when this airs. And yeah, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get to attend attend to it and uh,
0: check out some some new artists. Yeah, we we could use some culture, I think, and not just I mean the us specifically but i think everyone right not being able to do that stuff so it'll be pretty cool and, and hopefully we see lots of stuff this summer and hey because you're here aaron and this is already going to be a six hour episode do you have anything you're glad about
6: i'm just really glad for you guys and being here and being here in person so
0: oh so nothing okay yeah yeah nothing <laughs> <You're laughs> <You're welcome>. good <laughs> yeah <laughs> aaron we're glad for you too thank you teddy already
2: used that one Oh, I'm sorry. I can't be glad Aaron's here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> I take it back, Aaron, I'm not
0: glad.
6: Oh, but it meant more coming from you.
0: <laughs> yeah, go pound oh. sand, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while you two figure this out, I think it's a good time to to cut to our feature guest, and we had Jarrett Smith from Unparalleled Clothing Company in here uh, just before we started recording, again, our, our first interview in here in the studio, which was pretty cool and he came up and some pretty cool stuff in this one. So here we go. All right. Well, now it's time for our very first interview in studio and someone who uh, has been itching to come in and hang out with us. Uh, you've heard a lot about him. You've heard a lot about Unparalleled. Jarrett Smith, welcome. Well Welcome to the casting couch, basically. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Thanks for having me. I got three cameras and as is inching closer towards me. So uh, I feel like I'm on casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep an eye on Dustin.
1: Yeah, my hand's behind the coach for now.
4: This
0: obviously interview hasn't made the cut yet. So we'll see how you do and and see if this makes it into episode 14 or not. (laughs) Sounds good. The bar is pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) So, first off, I guess talk about a bit about yourself. You know, you're what I like to call a, a red deer transplant living in Calgary now, but from Fort McMurray, right? And came here to play your AAA hockey.
4: Yeah, and actually I came down before that in grade six for a year and then we moved back to Fort Mac and then I moved back down in the summer going into grade nine and then went back to Fort Mac uh, just before grad in grade 12 and then stayed there for first half of my junior year, my first year. So what, what makes you keep coming back? Uh, grandma's cooking.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good answer. Yeah.
0: I'm going to keep that mic noise in Dustin because that was Dustin's belly hitting the mic yeah. stand.
1: <laughs> that thing's not getting smaller. <laughs> when he, when
0: he laughed.
1: Hopefully come July 1st, I can get rid of this barrel, but for now it's here.
0: So Jerry, this is the kind of professionalism you can expect for like the next half hour or so. So let, let's <laughs> hey, start, yeah, let's fine. talk about Unparalleled. You yeah. know, it's something, you're, you're a pretty young guy, definitely a lot younger than us and something you've started now been going for a couple of years and it, it's really grown into a lot, right? You started, I think, as headwear and, and now you're into, to, into almost everything.
4: Yeah, it actually started as a project for a university course. We had to create a business. So, I didn't really know what to create because everyone was creating all these crazy ideas that would were just basically on a sheet and nothing was coming of it. So, I wanted to actually create something that gave me experience. So I thought, why not a clothing brand? And I started with, you know, 10 hats, 10 shirts, and then just kind of went from there. And then I found that the headwear was doing really good. So I did that for two years and then people kind of Started asking for more. So then I started putting out different stuff. And now I'm kind of trying to tailor towards, you know, sports teams and golf courses too on doing their custom orders just because of, I guess, the price savings that I can provide. Whereas, you know, going through another supplier where there's maybe four or five different people in the supply chain, there's just me and my supplier. So I can, you know, save costs there. So
5: do you do all the design of everything?
4: Yeah, I do. I mean, I, kind of find ideas and try and implement what I want to do with them. And then I have a a graphic designer that I work with, who's actually my roommate's girlfriend. So it's uh pretty handy. Nice.
1: So with Unparalleled, cause getting to know you the last couple of years through the wrestlers and stuff on social media, it's, you, you have the apparel company, but it's also almost like a lifestyle thing with some of the videos you got out and it's really cool, but is it just you with Unparalleled or do you have partners or? Like you said, you had graphic designers and people that help out, but is it is it basically just you behind the behind the scenes?
4: Yeah, right now and then obviously like a lot of my friends help push sales to other people and and get it to grow and just kind of meeting the right people. Like I played with uh, David Boychuk and Stony Plain, so his brothers Johnny Boychuk and you know, last year in the bubble he put in like a fifty hat order and all the Islanders were rocking it around the bubble. So just <laughs> little things like that to help the brand grow and. You know, a couple of years ago, with uh, Manzel going to the CFL, I kind of took a shot in the dark, sent him a bunch of hats, and then I used Rock Two and in TSN interviews, and then he turned around and ordered, you know, like a five hundred dollar order. So um, it's just little things like that, and friends and family helping the brand grow, and you know, kind of trying to come up with new ideas to put things that you might not see in stores out there, or just combining ideas and putting them out there.
0: And now you have Ryan Lund. Wearing the unparalleled logo and his with his what hundred and twelve Instagram followers and two photos.
2: Yeah, but it's trending upwards. So I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be hitting those Manzella boy check numbers real soon.
4: Yeah. I th- I heard you applied for the blue check mark too. Yeah, I did. True? Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't that want that someone helped. stealing my brand.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Speaking of your beer brand, where did the name "unparalleled" come from?
0: Beer brand,
1: yeah. Okay, were you meaning to say gear brand?
2: I don't know what I was meaning to say. Have another drink. (laughs) (laughs) My question was, where did the name
4: "unparalleled" come from? I honestly don't really know. It's just a word that I stumbled upon and didn't really know what it meant, so I googled it. Just you know, meaning nothing's the same, right? When I kind of look at everyone's life, like no one has similar paths and everyone goes through different, you know, adversity and different things to get to where they're going. So I think that everyone's path is pretty unparalleled in a way. So I thought it was fitting. So that's why I chose that name.
0: Well, it's funny, you stumbled upon it on the name and Dustin stumbles on it every time he tries to yeah, say it.
1: or spell it too. Yeah. Those, those, too many L's at the yeah. end of
4: that thing. Like, oh, hey, that don't
0: is worry. when you have to look like how which which L is where. And yeah, I still have to look every time I write it out like on social media and stuff just to make sure. <laughs>
4: don't worry, when I have to say it on the phone to people, like giving my email, I got to like read it off my card to make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> so <far. laughs>
1: and so now you're you're posted up in Calgary. Let's talk a little bit more about, cause you're, you're a little bit of an entrepreneur. You have some, mi- a micro green business going too.
4: Yeah. So this is just kind of phase one right now with the vertical farm. Um, So what we did was we took shipping containers and converted these shipping containers into basically, you know, full on grow units with electricity and stuff and made it basically a 365 day farm in there. So with one shipping container, you can actually farm about three acres of land in there, which is pretty crazy to think about. But the idea came from going to the grocery store in COVID and having no good produce and having to resort to frozen veggies because of supply chain hiccups and bottlenecks with the borders being closed. So I thought it might be a a good idea to try and do something like that. And I met someone who was like-minded and, you know, we're just kind of getting started right now. But the plan moving forward is to move I wouldn't say away from microgreens but expand into things like tomatoes and strawberries and raspberries and garlic and just stuff that you know you don't get to grow all year round in canada just because the growing season is only you know four maybe five months so having the ability to do it indoors you know all year around is something that i think is also trending upward in the world and you see places like California throwing you know a couple hundred million. There's a billion dollar vertical farm put in there. So I think it's the way of the future in some capacity. Well, so you're speaking to a
2: guy who owns two strawberry plants. So
3: <laughs> if, if you need four strawberries yeah. for an order,
2: <laughs> if you need any any advice or any helpful <laughs> hints, I'm your guy. And I've also I've also planted some peppers, some lettuce. Although the lettuce is the lettuce doing lettuce isn't doing too hot right now, but um, this is my first foray into backyard gardening. Yeah, and I'm I'm killing it, man. So if you're looking for a third partner in your uh, storage microgreen business. You <laughs> better
0: yeah? call Lund's mom because she's the one who planted
2: all that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean, yeah, the guy hasn't weed whacked in about four years either. So just make, maybe take a quick peek in his backyard <laughs> before you actually go down that path.
4: Yeah, we, we got rules. We got to follow at the shop. You know, we got to try to get our gap approval here. We can't be having garbage <laughs> laying around. We'll hire someone for that, man. Can, I was going to consult you. I was going to consult you. Yeah, I'll be a
2: you. consultant. Okay. That's, yeah. that's my specialty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but really, those microgreens, greens like they really are trendy I see them now like a lot of farmers markets like you can kind of buy them pre-packaged yeah. for meals and stuff and I mean obviously I'm a guy who eats a lot of vegetables just by looking at me but they're pretty they're pretty good too so when I heard actually Mike Dempster told us that that you were going into that I thought that's a a pretty cool venture too so you got you got your hand in a, a couple different things right now
4: yeah honestly if you would ask me like even a year ago, if this is what I'd be doing, I probably would have called you like insane, but it is like, obviously health and wellness is important. That's obviously played a big factor in my life, but I just think that, you know, we got to support more locally in Canada. Like COVID made me realize like how much we depend on other countries for our produce when we can produce it here ourselves. Right. So keep that money locally. And provide good products and we won't have to rely on you know places like California and New Mexico and stuff like that so Well
0: and I'm going to jump a bit because when you talk about relying on on other places you told me a story a little while back you know you with uh, unparalleled you you've had some supplier issues
4: oh.
3: especially
0: <laughs> through covid and a a pretty interesting happening between what, two different suppliers overseas
4: Yeah so actually this one guy having WhatsApp like we all have it but I probably get at least 10 messages a day from just random suppliers in Asia or Bangladesh or Pakistan. And this one guy, you know, he texted me and told me who he was. So I looked him up and Instagram looked pretty legit. So I said, Well, can you send me some samples? Like, I really don't want to place a big order. And so he sent me samples and it happened to be actually a guy knows brand out in Ontario. The material was good. So I placed, a couple small orders and got them in good time. And then I placed like a big order, like $20,000. And, you know, as soon as he picked up the money, like just ghosted me for like a month. (laughs) And so I'm sitting here wondering like, what is going on kind of thing? Like I just ordered a bunch from you and you ghosted me. And so probably a month went by and like, I'm just blowing up this Guy's phone like an absolute like insane person like <laughs> calling him texting him like I got to the point where I'd actually get like a Bangladesh lawyer involved and like there's times I was up at like three a.m. having like hour long phone calls with this guy and you know pretty soon you know I'm sending this guy like five hundred bucks every couple days and like look a month later and it's like a ten thousand dollar like American lawyer bill in Pakistan and like nothing even came of it either like well he blocked me like I can't do anything it's like. <laughs> Well, like he blocked me too and he has my money and I don't have my clothing. So this one guy contacted me and he was from Bangladesh as well. And he's like, we're so-and-so like we work with these companies. And I was like, in all honesty, like, I just, I can't trust someone, you know, again with like big orders right now. Cause this just happened to me. And he's like, what's his address? <laughs> and I was like, why, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to go get your clothing. And I was like, all right, well, here's like the invoice. This is his address. And he's like, yeah, like my best friend is the president of the Bangladesh clothing export. And my other best friend is head of like the DACA police. I was like, okay, like, let's see what comes of this. And like three days later, he sent me a selfie with like all my boxes. And he's like, <laughs> they're on, they're on the way, brother. <laughs> that's a <laughs> so, good way to earn trust. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's eventually like, that's who I work with now. And he's been honestly amazing. Um, I fully just switched over to him two weeks ago after he switched companies and started his own thing and got away from his partner. So that's who I'll be doing everything through now. And, you know, he works with big brands like Element, some Under Armour and stuff like that. So I know that he's like a reputable supplier.
0: He's like the Batman of clothing suppliers, like Vigilante Justice. Yeah. like its finest, yeah.
4: <laughs> I honestly just thought I was going to be out like 30k too. And I just came to terms with that until he sent it. And I was like, wow, like there actually is some good people left in this world, which is like, I don't even know if someone in Canada would do that for someone, honestly. So I was pretty shocked when it actually happened and they showed up. So
1: Yeah, he's he's earning some business for yeah, sure. Like he, exactly. did, he did some good for you.
4: So
2: after you got your clothing back, did you give that guy your lawyer's address to go get your your
4: ten grand back from the lawyer? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that <laughs> I probably got fleeced there for the amount of work he did. You know, like I don't actually know what he did besides a few <laughs> emails and calls, maybe. But I don't think it was worth he what just he got up paid. The phone. Oh, sorry, man, I tried. Yeah, literally.
0: Through. Just when you think you could trust a lawyer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So now you've done a lot too. Like, you know, we've got some hats from Stride too. You did some stuff for them. Talk a little bit more about that because you're trying to really help out a lot of businesses kind of get their brands out there. You mentioned golf courses too.
3: After,
4: you know, I sat down with a golf course in Calgary and I heard what she was paying for, you know, some other brands, polos and kind of what she was spending. So she was having to spend about like 300K a year just on clothing. And she was stuck with probably like 200 of it at the end of the year. And it was all just to get deals on golf clubs. But, you know, I said like, does anyone like really buy golf clubs from courses? And she's like, no. And that's the Thing like I've, I'm stuck with all these clubs that if I turn them into rentals, like they're just a waste of money. But <laughs> I just want clothing that like I can not order that much through. So she did her entire order through me this year and saved her about I'd say 230 grand on clothing. And it was all stuff for basically members. And then she was stuck with maybe like, I don't know, 20 units to sell that she's already sold out of. So that's exactly what she wanted. And she got to save money. So when I gave her my pricing versus what she was paying, she was like, why, like, why is it so much lower? And it's like, well, like I basically run this from my phone and laptop out of my house. Like I have a storage place in my basement and I don't really have any overhead besides a website. So I can do those things i mean eventually i do want to get to like a small warehouse where i can you know have orders going out and people sorting them but i just think like right now obviously that some people are just paying way too much for what they're actually getting and all the material too that you see like whether it's you know lululemon's probably the hardest stuff to to come by and and replicate that material but stuff like i don't know if you guys have heard of bad birdie like they're pretty Popular golf shirt. So, like that fabric's easy to get. Travis Matthews stuff, the same fabric's pretty easy to get. Like, all those materials can be outsourced through my supplier. It's just having to actually send them a physical sample so they can go to the market and buy the material. If you tell them a material and you don't actually send a physical sample, they'll <laughs> you'll be pretty mad at what you get because it's going to be nothing like you expected. So, like, a lot goes into the purchasing materials and you know probably to send a shirt to bangladesh is on like 110 bucks for just a t-shirt just to ship over there it's it's actually insane It's
2: nuts so you just you just find a shirt that you like or that's pretty popular right now send it over there and they can replicate it 100
4: yeah it's just for me i think materials like the most important thing because i think the last thing anyone wants to be in is a Uncomfy dress shirt, right? Like, yeah, you know, while she owns a clothing store, and he's carrying State and Liberty, which is a pretty popular dress shirt. It's got that stretch. Like, no one wants to be in cotton shirts anymore, right? Like, they just they don't have that give to them. And I think you know that's something that I think Lululemon definitely brought in is like having that comfort and that durability to move around in. So when I want to put products out, like what's in the back of my mind at all times is the comfort. Like, can you wear this to the gym? Can you wear this to the bar? Or is this just like? Something something that's streetwear, and for me like I want to be able to wear it all places because if, if I can't go home in Calgary and it's rush hour like I want a comfy shirt that I can at least work out in right
1: so wh- one of my burning questions coming into today was you know we got the Odeer hat we got the Odeer merch with you so awesome comfy but it is like so weird to see other people wearing Deer stuff how cool is it for you when you see other people in Calgary Red Deer Alberta wherever seeing on parallel gear
4: it's, it's honestly, it's pretty cool. Like I think it was more so in red deer and now I'm starting to see it a little bit in Calgary, but probably I think the biggest shocker was when my friend was in Mexico before COVID he was at a resort and some guy was wearing a bucket hat. Like I didn't even know the guy. So he just sent me a snap and he's like, who is this guy? I have no idea who that <laughs> is, but it was a pretty cool picture to, to see. So, you know, obviously I want to see the brand spreading and I think it's come a long ways since just, you know, having your buddies purchase off you, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see stuff like that. So what's, what's your, uh, plan for the
2: next five years, just to, to stay local here or kind of want to grow it Canada wide
4: or, or, or beyond the borders there? Hopefully, win one of those COVID vaccine lotteries and shut it down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, You're just gonna um, win Stampede tickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I definitely want to grow it to the point where maybe you know I can be like a sponsor of some sort of league and start doing what places like CCM have done. And I'm not sure if I'd ever get into like the Jersey game just because it's totally different, but, you know, I'd like to event, like I think for this year or the next two years, my plan is to have, you know, 10 sports teams, maybe three or four universities and 10 golf courses. And I think that'd be a pretty good start. So I think just keep trying to grow that way and, and help the brand get out there and eventually just be Kind of a wholesaler and have limited edition runs of the brand is is the way to go because of less inventory you got to worry about. It's definitely less of a headache as a business owner. I can speak to that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to ask a question on behalf of Lundy here. He wants to know, when are you making a pineapple shirt?
2: Yeah, that is, that is a good yeah, question. It's a yeah. great question actually. I got a
5: pineapple bucket hat coming. Oh
2: yeah? Yeah. That's good because I I own pineapple shorts, pineapple shirt, but no pineapple hat. (laughs) It's
0: it's on the fridge. On a it's a you know to do get a pineapple bucket hat.
2: Are you gonna get into the shoe game too?
4: Because I'd love some pineapple shoes. (laughs) No, I'm I'm a big Nike guy. I would. I mean, I think we all seen how. LeVar Ball tried to design his own <laughs> shoes. I don't think I want to take on that big of a headache. Right? There is
0: though. There's a local guy, right? That would paint some shoes for you.
4: Yeah. Shout out Falsey. Might be Eli, the same guy who Eli did Eli Vancouver Canucks shoes. I
2: think I had them do. My mom got me some Vancouver Canucks shoes like five or six years ago. And
4: yeah, they were great. Yeah. He's he's an awesome artist. I actually, I have to still go buy the shoes I've been meaning to. I want to get uh, the Nike like in uh, the old school Cartoon Mighty Duck uh, oh. uh, goalie with the oh. mask on. I want to get this the swoosh painted like that. <laughs> That's sweet.
1: Back to the bucket hats because this year, our Chubbs Golf Tournament, we're going with unparalleled apparel. Yeah. Thank gonna, you, guys. We're going to be you. peacocking. You did it. You said it. We're going to be peacocking around that golf course with our sweet floral... Unparallel golf shirts and our bucket hat, and I cannot wait to see.
4: That's a loud outfit. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like you guys need to get some loud mouth pants for that outfit. <laughs> and like you guys you guys might make it on like bar stool or something.
0: Yeah. I mean only like 80% of the guys will be wearing those shirts because the other 20 won't be wearing any shirt. This is yeah. the way it usually goes. The but- good,
1: I mean, Lundy's gonna be wearing the floral shirt. He would be wearing the bucket hat, and then he'll have some sort of wild other pattern on his pants. shorts
0: that could not clash
2: more. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I think
2: uh, what you're hearing so right we'll, now is jealousy. We'll maybe. keep
1: Lundy out of the out of the main picture <laughs> that we submitted back
4: to your city. <laughs> wow, well, you won't be able Just to keep sure me he's out when I win. Pants. Just make sure <laughs> yeah. he's wearing pants.
0: Well, on that note too, like you gave us, you gave us a, a great deal on that too, and I'm guessing it's going to go up next year. It was kind of a, an entry one and and you should, because it comes out of Dustin's pocket anyways, but <laughs> you do, you have done and, and continue to do a lot of stuff too. Like for our, oh dear apparel, you, you know, you gave us the opportunity to raise some money yeah. for charity too. You gave us a, a pretty big chunk of that back and you, you've done that a lot too. So is that, that's obviously something that's important to you too, right? Is giving back to the community.
4: Yeah, I think so. Especially in certain causes, like, uh, like last year I had like the frontline strong hats. My mom's a nurse. I got a lot of friends who are nurses and my uncle's a doctor so that's something that i wanted to do for you know the frontline workers but i think coming up i haven't even really released it yet on social media or anything but i had my graphic designer she came up with a a design for orange t-shirt day so we're probably going to put those on sale middle of july and then cut it off in the middle of August just so I can have that half a month for them to get in and get the people. And with that, I think, you know, you see like, like I'm Métis, so you see like a lot of like standard Every Child Matters shirt. And I wanted to come up with a design that was a little different. And so, yeah, we'll have those on sale hopefully in middle of uh, July here and get enough sold. And I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do with the proceeds yet. Uh, one idea was maybe a scholarship to start. One idea was just to donate it to a fund. But I definitely want to do something to, to help Indigenous people.
1: Oh, that's amazing,
4: yeah, good for you. that's
0: awesome, thank you, yeah, that was gonna be my last question too is you know with with your Métis roots uh, you know obviously something too. June was indigenous history month as well, like how do you keep uh celebrating your roots? I know I, on social media, you know we see a lot of posts from that too, but how important is that to you uh, I guess the example too with the the t shirt is a perfect one that it, it is a a pretty big thing for you still
4: yeah, and it's it's funny like i's like growing up, but like I never. You know, I was never brought to to anything really indigenous like you see on reservations or powwows or celebrations like that. But I think just like getting older and and realize where part of your ancestors come from and and finding out, you know, kind of now what's coming to light, what people went through it's it's gonna make it more important for me and you know hopefully my kids but I actually like I'm in school right now I'm taking my MBA at the University of Calgary um, I took a sustainable business development course with indigenous people oops, during block week and uh,
3: <laughs>
4: during block week in May and it was actually like pretty insane because my prof like I had him for two days and and he actually passed away on Tuesday night um, mm. of that week he was in the one of the the bear attacks it was in Canton Ask us earlier oh, no. oh, so God. like it was insane but that whole week like we learned you know kind of what indigenous people went through and we had a residential school survivor talk to us and it was just like i think everyone in the class like cried at some point. And just seeing, you know, how mistreated indigenous people have been and how it's kind of been swept under the rug for so many years. I think that in this, you know, day and age with social media and how easy it is for people to see things. I think that it's you know, if there was ever a a right Time for things to come out. It's kind of now to show, you know, and educate people, right? So
1: yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is just educate people. You, you wonder, you look back and you wonder why it was never taught. And you know, when the when the first residential school came out with the 215 graves, I remember saying to my wife, "I I never knew about this. I never heard of residential schools, and I wondered why." And and now, like you said, being educated and learning, and it's so sad and. You never want to learn about it, but it's really important too for for everyone.
4: Yeah, exactly. And even with what happened, you know, last week, and I it's just like kind of the beginning of what is going to be, you know, found in the coming years and coming months, right? So yeah, it's it's important to get educated now because I don't know exactly what's going to come to the light in the coming months, but I don't think it's going to be anything. Good. So
5: I've been learning a lot about it, and before kind of all this came to light, you had heard about it, but I always thought that it was like way in the past. And I saw a comment just last week that said the last residential school closed when Friends was the number one TV show on on TV. Wow. Well, Friends started in '94. Yeah. So yeah, that's really that's not ancient history at all. Us four were alive then, and again, we we didn't know anything about it growing up, and. And now we're learning about it, and it's uh, it's very sad. And you're right; I think we're going to learn more, and it's it's not going to be good. But hopefully, you know, humanity and and all of us can learn from that, and hopefully, some reconciliation can happen.
1: Well, I think just with Jared and Unparalleled too, just the step you're taking in in making a shirt and and proceeds going to some sort of of cause. Is amazing like gives me chills a little bit sitting on the couch beside you and I look forward to getting my orange shirt here in July <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: thanks and, and we appreciate you coming and talking about this too because it's always no matter who you are it's an uncomfortable conversation to have but an important one so we do appreciate you sharing that too I know it's been a little while since we've had some real talk on here so it, it is I don't, I don't know if the word is is nice, but I'm glad that we can can talk about this type of thing and and have uh, an indigenous role model on here too, like
4: yourself to to share that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: And so let me just recap here Unparalleled, the microgreen business. You're taking your MBA and you do most of the unparalleled stuff by yourself. Like, what do you like to do in your free time?
4: Uh, Last year, I really got into golf and I go to the gym every morning. That's how I start my day. So that's kind of what. Same. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I go. I don't uh, do
4: anything, but I go. He does one squat when he gets out of bed. (laughs) I've
1: done two barrel bumps on this (laughs) mic.
4: Well, I heard Blackfold's Bulldogs gym's almost done, yeah. so.
1: Yeah, I, I'll probably see that never, but.
4: <laughs> we'll get Al Perata. He'll yeah. get you in there.
0: Yeah, oh, I sat. Oh, I was on the bike for an hour today. But yeah, did you pedal though? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, uh, actually, I just got a puppy in February, so he takes up a lot of my free time with me and my girlfriend, so I know he's still a handful at six months old. He's almost 60 pounds, so he's, he's going to be a unit what uh sorry what type of dog is it he's a mix between a uh, rottweiler a german shepherd and a lab so
3: it's just a little so he's one. a big boy yeah <laughs> he's
4: a big boy but actually on saturday he actually swam for his first time in the elbow river so it's pretty fun to see him just paddle around out there and then <laughs> When he got, like, my girlfriend's legs just all scratched up because he kind of got taken away by the current a little bit and he just looked for someone's leg to cling on and just oh, scratched oh. her. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he hits the panic button pretty hard right now. And See, gets I'm not the rough. only one who does that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Or we too, just let you keep floating, though. We're
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, teaching Ted how to swim right now, too. So, it's, it's going about the same.
4: Is that yeah. why you brought water wings today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Safety first with this guy.
3: <laughs>
0: so one last question. Are, are you going to play Red Deer Rustlers again this coming season? Because I know you actually, you commute to play too, but you've been yeah. playing in Central Alberta a couple of years. You're at Sylvan Lake the, the first year because Dustin didn't let you on the team.
1: Hold on, hold on. <laughs> We are full. And then I remember playing Sylvan Lake the first game. And you know, Dempster and passing all those guys. They were so competitive. And uh, I think you scored two goals that night. And I (laughs) I remember going, oh my God, that guy's got a pro shot. Is that Jared Smith that you guys were talking? Like that Ricks and those guys were talking about coming to our team? Oh, no. (laughs) Dempster goes, yeah, we'll get him in next year. Don't (laughs) worry.
0: Yeah, we're going to make some cuts next year. (laughs) Ryan Lund. Yeah, Ryan Lund. (laughs) Actually, Lund, Lund stepped down.
2: Yeah, for I, you, I graciously stepped away from the game just to recharge. Probably going to come
4: back in about three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play one more year. I just, if we would have went to provincials and won, I probably would have stopped playing, but I feel like you got to give it one more year after COVID. I don't know. It was pretty unexpected. Like, it was just an abrupt halt. Like, I mean, we're down to nothing to days on, but we're still going to provincials. And I thought maybe, you know, if couple guys didn't go out so much in lethbridge maybe we'd win <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would have been in trouble
4: <laughs> we might have but I, f- I feel like every team would have yeah that's true
0: well we're uh, we're gonna get to the casting couch part of this interview which is going to be off camera so uh
3: <laughs>
0: and i guess i guess if you're hearing this interview everyone then it went really well and and smitty did great but thank you again for coming on you're a huge supporter of the podcast again one of the first you sponsored us, you sent us a bunch of gear. You helped us to right do our own apparel, which is something we didn't even imagine would be possible, especially this soon. So lastly, it's just your chance to to give everyone a plug where they can find you and what they can look forward to in the future.
4: Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, this is awesome to come on here, especially in a, a nice studio. I've never been in one of these before, so um, you can find us on Unparalleled CC on Instagram. And the website is unparalleledpw.com. dot com.
1: How many L's in unparalleled?
4: Just Google it. Google <laughs> does that auto crack for spelling.
1: So. Oh, okay. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. So
0: again, a big thank you to Jarrett Smith from Unparalleled for coming up here, doing the interview, and of course, sponsoring this episode. And mean, you know, a lot, a lot of to unpack in that interview. Obviously, a pretty cool story for, from him and obvious and too, we we got to talk about some pretty important issues too. So really, really appreciate him him sharing all that with us.
1: That was a pretty cool, and for me, like not only did Jarrett come down from Calgary to to do this on a Monday night with us, but he sponsored the podcast. And then, really, I don't know Jarrett all too well, but after tonight, just you know, doing a lot of learning of of really what he's involved in, and and his heritage was was really cool, and and I learned a lot through that interview.
2: I want to hear some more Bangladesh stories. I feel like I feel like <laughs> if we talk to him in six six months from now, he might have one or two more, so we'll have to. uh keep everyone posted with that.
5: You know, myself being involved in the clothing industry now, I have definitely run into some of those issues on a very much smaller scale. Uh, so I don't envy him having to deal with that, but I'm glad he found someone reliable that can help him out. And, you know, after the interview, we had a chat and uh, hopefully we might be able to get some unparalleled stuff uh, on the shelves here in Red Deer soon.
2: Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll come buy something from you.
1: Well, I think a live update for after the interview, we talked about the Chubb stuff and he He actually loaded us up with our Chub stuff for our August tournament and we tried on the bucket hats and stay tuned for pictures because those things are sick.
0: So I'm going to jumble things here in order because we're talking about the Chubs already. So we might as well keep going with it. So Aaron, I'm going to throw you off. This is your first big test. We're going to jump ahead to story time here.
6: It's literally the next thing on my page. So that's perfect.
0: Oh,
2: perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You've
6: ruined nothing for me.
2: Really threw a curveball.
6: Story time is brought to you by Beyond Insurance. Oh yeah, this is London. I <laughs> shit. I threw
0: myself a curveball.
6: Do you want? Do you want me to read your part too? It's gonna be a beauty of a weekend, boys. Can't wait to get out there on the phone. Lund waves. is
0: a deer in the my headlights hair right now. In the he wind. has no clue. Lund, you and I are gonna work with Aaron to do a, a little bit of live theater again. So here goes story time.
2: Sorry, did you say theater? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just checking.
6: Story time is brought to you by Beyond Insurance. Oh my God! I don't have my. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This guy sucks. It's going to be a beauty of a weekend, boys. I can't wait to get out there on the boat, ripping up the waves, my hair blowing in the wind. Hey, Ted, did you know Beyond Insurance does watercraft insurance? They can get
2: you insured and on the water in no time. Oh, I ad-libbed that part. (laughs)
6: That's good. Head over to the team at Beyond Insurance. Did you know they're one of Red Deer's few remaining locally owned and operated brokerages? They'll ensure you understand the product you're purchasing and feel confident in managing your risk. Beyond Insurance will take the time to review all your insurance needs and offer customized solutions. They make it easy to bundle your auto, home, farm, and commercial insurance, including your boat or watercraft insurance. Find out more by visiting Beyond Insurance on social or at beyondinsurance.ca.
0: Good job by everyone but me being prepared for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I think we're going to keep Aaron.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And so Beyond Insurance is a very fitting sponsor for this story time. Obviously we're going to talk about the Chubbs, but just a couple of weeks ago, we had our very first, I guess, Chubbs spinoff event in the Waterbury Open, just a one day event. We went out, you know, here in Red Deer and had a great golf tournament. I don't think anyone had more fun than birthday boy, Matt Cassidy from Beyond Insurance. It was very nice of his wife too, to, to come pick him up from the course Ah, uh, but hey, it it was awesome that someone got to celebrate a birthday, and it was his first time doing anything chubs related, and he came out and had a, a great time.
1: And I was lucky enough to golf with Matt the last nine of the twenty-seven holes, so we had a great time. We we ended up not even wanting to finish the golf; we just drove around and had a couple drinks, and it was a great time. I know Matt had a great time, and I know he'd uh, he'd come back in a heartbeat.
0: We insured. That he had a good time. Whoa. Oh, I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him uh, you know, before
5: we teed off. It was what, eight thirty AM? And uh he, he was just so thankful to be there and that he got the invite.
1: He got the whipped cream shot at lunch that was uh replaced <laughs> with sour cream. There's a hot tip for any of you pranksters out oh, there.
0: Oh yeah. Aaron, you look horrified, Aaron.
6: Don't do that well. So this, <laughs> this is, is a whole other story. Yeah, time. this is a whole
1: other story time. But I'll make it short. The guy passed his bar exam, and and uh, one of the restaurants we were at didn't have whipped cream, and we re- really wanted to get him the the whipped cream shot, and so I, I told him to replace it with sour cream. And and Lundy, to be honest, has done the blue cheese <laughs> as well. So the pranksters <laughs> are are getting a lot of tips today.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't would not recommend blue cheese <laughs> in uh, in anything. It was disgusting.
0: Now that we've led up to story time, probably heard us talk about the Chubbs and now as the summer goes on, basically up until mid-August, you might see it on our social media. The Chubbs does have a social media page too, but it, it sounds ridiculous and I guess it is, but it's a big part of our lives. So I don't know if you guys can do first a Cole's notes about what, what the Chubbs is and what it's grown into just because it's pretty cool as much as it is just a guy's boozy golf trip. It, it's turned into kind of a cool little institution between between our group of friends.
1: Yeah. I think anyone who who knows us, us for you know, it's a huge part of our yearly event. We, we plan a lot of different fundraising events around and, and use the chubs f- as our platform. And, and really it's just a, a trip away for, for the guys. There's usually 28 to 32 of us that go away. I think we've raised over um, $35,000 now for local charities. You know, one of our main charities that we've been donating to, Over the last seven years has been Motion Ball Special Olympics, pretty close to, you know, all of us and and we're happy to support, but we've donated to a lot of different causes and and really, yeah, like you said, it's just a a weekend to get away. We have, you know, some wine survivors. We, what else do we do? We have, you know, a few hockey pools. There's a spinoff. Tournament called the Chubettes with with the wives now because they were tired of us watching us have so much fun that they have their own tournament now and they're they're running little bachelorette pools. So really it's it's a fun weekend, a little bit of a gong show weekend, but at the same time we get to give back to, you know, a number of different local initiatives. And we modeled it around Happy Gilmore, which we've taken things way too far. For, for those who know us, I mean, we're in a podcast now for yeah. Christ's sake. So yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, you guys, you asked for Cole's notes, but you didn't we get got it. Dustin's you didn't notes. get it from yeah.
0: me. Well, you think where the name, the Chubbs.
5: Yeah. So, so we're in what year eight now Yep. going into, and I remember, you know, me and Morsey, we've been good buddies for a long time. And he kind of started this idea way back in, in year one. And there was 12 of us, I think. And I remember you actually got some shirts made and it was the uh, the alligator from Microsoft Word <laughs> clip art uh, was always on our shirts, and uh, and and the shirts are very very poor quality. Um, but anyways, it was, you know, Morsey came up with this idea of like, let's just start something with our buddies where we can go and have a good time. And I think it was only maybe one day, maybe a mm-hmm, two day thing, thing yeah. in Red Deer. And we all know that Dustin doesn't know how to do math. And, and so back then I was kind of going to school for accounting. So he said, Hey, can you help me like track the money and stuff? And that's kind of where, where it all began and it quickly turned into um, more guys and then three days. And then we started going away to other places. And then probably what year two or three, we, we kind of said, well, let's, you know, we kind of felt bad. We were, everyone was starting to get married and we thought we're leaving the wives alone and just going for a crazy weekend. So let's start raising money so we can at least <laughs> feel good about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what our wife thought about that, but but we felt good about it. And and you know what, it's, it's turned into something where We've raised a ton of money. We have a waiting list of guys trying to get in. It's, it's pretty infamous around central Alberta and, and further than that. Uh, and so it's it's really awesome where it's gone. So, Morsey, um, you took this, this idea from the movie Happy Gilmore and Adam Sandler, and um, we've turned it into something pretty crazy. And I just got to shout out your dad, Graham Moore. He, he's been in it since the beginning as well. We got some of the old guys every year and they're a blast and Graham's still searching for someone that knows Adam Sandler because our whole goal <laughs> is to get Adam Sandler to come to one of them or, or Chubbs Peterson. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the, the actor's name, but- Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers. We're, we're trying to get- one, one of the actors to show up to the tournament. Well, I
0: think, didn't didn't the caddy show up last year?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Teddy's dressed up as as the caddy a couple of oh, times. At I the,
0: love both events. It's the only time like it's really okay for a 30-ish year old man to play dress up on the golf course and be like the cool guy for doing it.
1: First off, huge shout out. Like you guys are saying, Dustin, this, doesn't that. We have a 10-person board and all four of you guys are on the Which board. Which is
3: hilarious. Yeah, hilarious.
1: <laughs> like we 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 have four or five board meetings a year. We... We get out we support local we have some drinks and we plan this golf tournament and, and help out with the girls golf tournament too but the funny story with ted dressing up as the caddy from happy gilmore is he literally had the painter's suit he had his hair slicked he brought crackers for ball marks he put his shoe he took one shoe off and walked around all day oh, with one shoe. Idea. but off the first tee this was pretty funny because not a whole lot of the women had watched happy gilmore before and, and the one girl on the first tee box goes who loses a shoe on the first hole because he had set it off to the side? <laughs> <laughs> and Ted goes, Hey, that's my shoe. And he's up on the T box wearing one shoe. So, like I said, we take things way too far. And the way we've modeled this tournament after, after Happy Gilmore with the jackets, the big checks, the, you know, the trophy that Darren Eklund diesel, you know, he spent like $700 on. It's got an alligator head and a baby's hand in its mouth. Like it is all really it's, it's, it's far outrageous than i ever imagined it when we were 12 and uh it's sure cool looking back and seeing we've donated over thirty five thousand. and you know we're gonna you know keep going as long as we can with this thing
5: to clarify when we had 12
0: people not when we were 12 yeah, years old they, yeah, 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 yeah sorry 12, 12 I was just, sorry you 12, imagine 12, is, 12 people well, you, dustin probably would have been planning this. yeah in his head since probably it, yeah, yeah I I started making spreadsheets
2: when, when he
3: first
0: thing, saw the movie for the <laughs> first time biggest thing for this and why we're talking about it too is i think i want to encourage everyone to do something like this like i know a lot of people do their are they're, they're tournaments it might not take it as seriously as us but you know i came in year three and when i first started working with dustin it was right after you got back from your your first chubbs away trip and you're telling these stories and like i don't know what the hell this tournament is but i gotta get in so i weaseled my way in because he's dustin was talking about maybe trying to do some social media and get it out there and (laughs) i'm like hey that's what i do like put me in and and i'll do it and i might have bit off a little more than i can chew but that's how we got this guy yeah. yeah But it's, I got to say too, like the work that goes into it is amazing, but the networking and the friendships, I know absolutely everyone almost in Red Deer because of you, Dustin, right? And the Chubbs and that. So it's pretty amazing. And I don't know, come with a zillion stories from it. I don't know if anyone has any that we can tell that stick out right now, but I think that's, let's get into the meat of story time here now that we're 40 minutes into it.
2: Hey, what happens on Chubbs trip stays on Chubbs trip. And it, the Chubbs wouldn't be the Chubbs without all the great sponsors we've had over the years. We've had so many local sponsors. I know uh, Ryan from Famoso every year donates, donates a great prize, and we're trying to get them to come. And I think eventually one year we'll, we'll be able to convince them. Always every year donates a great prize. And
0: they, they kick us off every year too.
2: Yeah, we always, uh, for, last, for every away trip, we go to their patio. They open up an hour early for us. And, and but we,
0: still, still at the time where you're allowed to serve alcohol.
2: Of course. Yeah. And yeah, and and uh, like we have a lot of business owners too that that come on tri- come on the trip and they'll they're more than willing to donate their time or don- donate a prize. And that that's what makes this tournament so great in my opinion. So, uh, hopefully we can keep it going. I know we've got some big plans for for future years and hopefully we can get it bigger and better than ever.
1: Okay, Teddy, you wanted one story. This is one we can tell that's sort of PG. So, last year we expanded to 32 golfers. It was the first year we'd done that. I don't know if we do it again. But we had six mystery prizes. They were envelopes and three of the prizes were really good. So the Chubbs bought a, a nice like seven hundred dollar smoker. One was a beer fridge stocked full of beer. And I think the third one was a, a half-price Chubs for this year. And then the three non Great prizes were a leg waxing, a full leg waxing, twelve hours in Denny's, and getting egged by twelve eggs. Well, sure as shit, the three guys sitting on this couch minus Ted. Or were you in that draw too? Yeah, you were in that draw too. So all four four of the six of us had grabbed an envelope. Ted won the half price chub, so five hundred bucks or something. That was one of the
0: last. Your fee twenty seventh person to pick.
1: Ryan Lund wins the twelve eggs, which we smoked them with on Antler Hill (laughs) on the way home.
0: Yeah,
2: that was a. That was a terrible way to end the weekend, I'll tell you <laughs> that much. That was the best way I've ever ended a show. It was like oh cold God. and
0: windy too, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah.
2: raining and I just drank for three days and all I wanted to do is go home <laughs> and crawl in my bed. And they said, no, we're stopping on top of Antler Hill and we're going to egg <laughs> you on the side of the highway. So I got hit with about seven of the 12 eggs, had some pretty good bruises, but I still would take that punishment over the other two punishments that you two guys got.
1: So we have two outstanding still before the tournament this year. Kev's got to go sit in Denny's for 12 hours. COVID's <laughs> kind of been delaying him a little bit, but now we're eased off come July 1st and and he's going to have to do that.
2: And it's 12 hours straight. You can't you can't leave for any reason. Yeah, no, I know the rules. No, I'm just I'm just yeah. Explain
0: it to our listeners. Oh. I've I've put in a way longer shift at Denny's sitting there than that. So you'll be <laughs> fine. Now you're going to have a great time.
1: And then I got the leg waxing. So I am I think it's a week before the actual chubs this year in August. And I'm dreading that. But I mean, it's, a, it's probably the most PG story we can tell. And for all those people out there that are 35 plus, you can still do stupid stuff like this and get yeah. away with it.
5: <laughs> so I, I got a good story from last year because it was COVID. But at the time it was August when we went down there, Lethbridge had zero, zero. zero cases. So we kind of fluked out, but we kind of told the guys like, let's try and stay in our bubble. Cause you got 32 guys. There are some single guys. So they like to, you know, hit the dance floor and, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember, I think we were sitting in the brew house in Lethbridge and we all kind of stayed together. I, I thought everyone over the whole weekend did a great job, but I remember a couple girls kind of came up cause they see all of us and we're kind of hard to miss. Yeah. Because we're good, the drunkest guys in there. I no, say good looking. I was going oh, well, to say, yeah, best yeah. looking guys. In oh, the yeah, that point. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of us are. And uh, no. these these girls show Don't up. And me. Me. I remember our one buddy was just like, they they tried to start talking and they're like, screw off. We're in our bubble. <laughs> yeah.
3: Get out of our bubble.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was the right thing to do.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. It, was, it was. So we did
2: our part.
0: My during
5: favorite during thing
2: about
0: the Chubb, and this is to no one's surprise, but why I love the Chubbs is because Ryan Lund is just a constant source of entertainment and and for the for the most part in a wholesome way he just has a great time i f- remember the first night coming back i don't know why this is it maybe this is only funny for me but in his Brian lund way he comes back to our room he bought us mcdonald's it was like 2 30 in the morning and we're staying at the hotel he opens the shades and goes oh what a view you could see the holiday inn from here <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah I, know. I was just real impressed with that holiday yeah, i just inn, loved I guess. like
0: I know I spend like I live with you but being at the chubs and you know it's just stuff like that with everyone right obviously there's a lot of people and I know you even somehow forced Lun- you slept in Lund's bed one night that's my actually my favorite story <laughs> You got locked out of your room and took his bed and he shared a bed
1: instead. Yeah, Kev was sleeping and I <laughs> he wasn't answering the door and I didn't have my key. And Lund, for some reason, oh, you just got back with me too, actually. And and his roommate was already sleeping. And we went in the room and I, I woke the roommate up with a McChicken to the head, I think. And he got up and got really mad at London. and they wrestled for about half an hour. <laughs> and I just snuck into the one guy's bed and went to sleep, and woke up in the morning, and Lund, his roommate, are just sleeping together. I so I got my own bed in somebody else's room.
2: <laughs> yeah, after our wrestling match, <laughs> yeah. we just decided. To you almost the first night bed. you almost <laughs> fell asleep
0: next to me too, and you decided to go back to your own room, but.
5: I I got one more story, so I, w- <laughs> I won't name names, but it was I think Good. it was our first year away in BC, and it was the first night, and we had a great time. We did our first ever tr- ever trophy presentation to the prior year's winner. So, anyways, one of our buddies, he was he, he he had had too many to drink, and so he headed back to his room early. I think we were going to go for a late night hot tub, so I went back to the room to get my swim trunks on, and he's sleeping in the in the hallway of this super eight <laughs> motel. Uh, which was awesome to us, by the way. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? I kick him awake. And he's like, my key's not working. Well, I look in his hotel room door and he had his driver's license <laughs> and that's what he was trying to use as his hotel room key. It turned out he didn't have a key. Um, <laughs> turned out he wasn't even yeah. staying at that hotel. You know what? But I really want to go in the hot tub. So I just kind of made sure he was on his stomach and I got my son's trunks on and I went back to the hot tub and. Yeah. See you later, bud. <laughs> yeah.
1: The the best spinoff off that story, because it, it got even better because he was my roommate that night we tucked him in once we got back from our hot tub and We wrapped him up so tight in his cover that when his bed partner got back that night, he couldn't get him out of the sheets. (laughs) He was like wrapped up so tightly in it. And so finally about five in the morning, he's like freezing. So he had to get some covers. So he let him and he woke him up, but he's a sleepwalker. So he slept, walked out of the room and sat in the hallway and then woke up and realized he didn't have a key again. (laughs) (laughs) But But he didn't want to go down to the hotel lobby because he was in his underwear. So he just sat out in the hallway <laughs> for like three hours.
0: I got to tell one more story because we promised story time and talking just about the tournament might be a little boring. We won't mention names again, but this was, I believe we were in Cranbrook and one guy just really got into it during the day. Like when, when we golf, you know, it's a four-man scramble on the Saturday, usually the booziest day. And anyways, first we found him snoozing behind. The, the clubhouse, and the person who found him said, "Well i just I just thought like, what would I do when I'm that drunk?" and went and found him, but anyways, carrying him back up the the stairs, the hotel, it was probably like what 7 seven p m and you know there's one of our buddies who's a, a firefighter is carrying him, and he says to him, "Hey, do firefighters carry guns?" and he the, the guy goes, "No why." he goes, Oh, cause fucking kill me right now <laughs> And then he proceeded to call
5: Boston Pizza to order a pizza. <laughs> but didn't and, dial. But didn't <laughs> dial. And yeah. he had like this five-minute
0: conversation <laughs> with Boston Pizza, and we were all sitting there dying, laughing, listening oh, and to we, this. We brushed his teeth for yeah. him. And yeah. So that's the kind of stuff. Obviously, like, hey, everyone's been there. It's a pretty good time. And I think my favorite thing, too, is is all the dressing up, right? We have the gator suits. Guys have to, you know, some guys get caught on camera breaking a toilet in gator suits. <laughs> sink. <laughs> <Or> sink. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 nothing. There's nothing like hearing, <laughs> well, we know who it was because it was a guy in a gator suit and there's only two of those in the bar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. The worst part of that whole story is I just set my beer on the sink because lo and behold, Ry, there's Ryan Lenz out there that'll steal your beer. But I, took it, I t- took it into the bathroom with me and, and it- tipped over in the sink and, and caused a little crack in it. And I offered to pay for it. You know, Everything was good that way. But the worst part about the whole story was that there's at this restaurant, there was 15 individual stalls. And I think there was more women than male stalls and the male stalls were all full. So I just went in the women's bathroom. And so when there was an actual sink broken and there was video of a gator going into the <laughs> women's bathroom, I thought, <laughs> I remember like just thinking, well, what an idiot, like <laughs> such, such an innocent thing that went so wrong.
0: So lastly, Aaron, I have to ask, cause you get to hear and me and the athlete come back, tell it, what do you think as a complete outsider when you hear stuff about the chubs?
6: I love it. And I think that, I think that it's really great that you guys have taken your friendship group and built such like an amazing event for yourselves and that you took the opportunity to give back. And I like hearing all the stories because I get to hear the non-censored ones.
2: Love it. It's for the kids.
1: It is for the kids at the end of the day. 35 grand over, well, I know we're on year eight, but we never started raising money until year three. So When you
6: say it's for the kids, you mean you guys, right?
1: Well, us and and donating back to to, the youth of Central Alberta. So
5: For me, it's great that we can give back and it's also awesome that you know for those first couple of years our significant others were a little annoyed and frustrated at uh, all our shenanigans and and being away for a weekend and you know I'm really glad that they uh, took the initiative and now there's a Chubbettes tournament and they're doing great things raising money and it's also awesome to see all the
0: ladies out and I think that they have a lot of stories as well. Uh, I got a lot of stories. Those girls surprised me. Yeah. I gotta say when we go because we go out and caddy for them too and I love it. It's, It's so much fun for us just they let loose you know and they they don't care right like about the golf at all which i think is a important lesson that i'll never learn but yeah i i I love the chubbets too like the effort they put into it and just how much fun the girls have out there is is pretty awesome
1: yeah if i ever shot 99 on nine holes i'm not sure i'd keep golfing but they they, (laughs) they sure have a good time and and like you said the caddying thing's pretty funny we have leaderboard signs for them that's updated every hole we have the live leaderboard on the app for them we're in the painter suits like it's it's an awesome celebration for them and we're just there to help them with it and you know like you said they they have their own board now and they're doing their own things that have branched off of us and it's pretty cool i think we just created a donation fundraising committee with the chubets so lots of exciting things moving forward and really it's just if i can give any advice yeah like you said earlier just make sure you start something with this it if you're 35, if you're 40, if you're 45, just get something with close buddies and and see how far you can take it.
0: I I will say, obviously I'm the one who runs most of it, but I really recommend if you want a good laugh every now and then too, to follow the Chubbs on Instagram. We always do some fun stuff and really, really looking forward to it. and, And and in all honesty, if you ever have questions about starting your own Chubbs type of tournament, I know there's a couple other ones out there. Just ask Dustin. He'll, he, he'll love to tell you about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we'll put, put you on the wait list. All right. So now that that's done, it's time to move into our Tourism Red Deer Spotlight. And this one's a little different. It's summertime. You know, there, there's so much to do. And First, we're going to talk about something I think really cool that Tourism Red Deer is doing. Uh, it's basically a staycation package. Uh, they're partnering with the Microtel Inn and Suites by Wyndham, Holiday Inn and Suites, Radisson Hotel, uh, and Town Place Inn and Suites, and maybe more to come. But they're doing, uh, they've got three packages basically. You can do Friends and Family, the Romantic Rendezvous, which London and I will probably do, and, and a golf getaway. So it's really aimed at, I'm not giving you a chance to say no. I'm going to just keep talking. So well,
2: let's do the golf getaway if we're doing <laughs> any, any of those.
5: We'll
0: see. We'll see. Uh, that one's sold out. Isn't uh, every night a romantic rendezvous on Teesdale Drive? Yeah, <laughs> just not
2: at our house.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's lots of other houses yeah. on Teesdale <laughs> Drive. Uh, but then they're, they're partnered up with other Tourism Red Deer members as well, uh, local restaurants and shops. And, and so when you, you check in, you'll get – basically your discount staycation card for all those businesses too so something i think obviously we're all gonna try but i just think it's a really cool way obviously everyone's got the travel bug gonna go all over the place this summer but pretty important to just take a night even especially parents or whatever take a night for yourselves and support the local economy.
5: We've done it a few times with our with our family and and young kids. Um it is like a staycation. It, it's just a change of scenery for the kids. You know, you get to go to the hotels, jump in the pools, do something a little different. I think the golf getaway one is really cool because uh, we're really spoiled in central Alberta. There's a ton of really beautiful golf courses around here. And it we have a really good reputation outside of the region for that. So sometimes you need something different, especially after the year and a half we've had. So go spend a night in one of these great hotels and get out to some of these awesome golf courses. And can- or stay in the honeymoon suite.
1: Yeah. And going back to what Ted mentioned earlier with the travel bug, there is going to be a lot of people like that, but there's also going to be a lot of people, you know, I don't know where I fall quite yet, but of people who are going to be a little bit nervous to travel post COVID and... And hop on an airplane you know so if you want to get away you want to get away from the kids for a night like Kev said or or if you want to bring your kids to have some pool parties and order some pizza and make a fun event out of it I think Tourism Red Deer has come up with a pretty cool package to to do that and support you know local and keep our money here.
6: It's also really easy to get in a rut in your own city, you go to the same grocery store, you go to the same restaurant, you do the same things because it's easy, it's convenient, you don't have to think about it. And I think things like this are, really, are a really great way to remind you that there's a lot to still see and do in Red Deer and things that you haven't explored and to kind of broaden your horizons and, and try something new in your own city. And
0: I think another part of this too, when you think about friends and families, if you do have family come in from out of town, And for whatever reason, you don't want them necessarily to stay with you. Well, you do this package, get some deals to it, and you can some places you already know, you can show them around town and get a deal on it too, which I think is uh, maybe an underrated one. Like I said, I know family is great. Maybe the first night they stay with you, and and after that, maybe not so much.
2: Yeah, maybe they they stink and you don't want them to stink up your whole house, or maybe they're just really annoying after a long weekend and you want to put them up in a nice hotel. You're maybe maybe they live lifetime. in their basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe your roommates overstayed is welcome, and and you're sorry you just,
0: for paying your mortgage,
2: and you just want to and you want to give them a good gift, so you get them the, a staycation.
1: Yeah, you an should extended send on,
2: staycation. You should send
1: them on the permanent uh, friends and family staycation, eh, Lundy?
0: If you're paying yeah. for it, sure.
2: Yeah, I'll pay for it w- with your credit card.
0: You spend less than I will on it, <laughs> so really. The the whole point of this is I'm going to say the line they gave me. They want you to get out of the gray and experience the colors of tourism Red Deer this summer. So I think I think that's pretty important so as always you can go to visit reddeer.com for more information on that. Get out there and do what this summer Lund. Vote. <laughs> <laughs> and explore Red Deer's backyard alright that only took two tries that's that's pretty good you
1: were sitting on that yeah. boat for a while <laughs> yeah eh?
2: I was I sit on a lot of stuff <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa.
0: that didn't come out
1: right that yeah in.
0: that's that's gonna be one I sit on for a while pun intended <laughs> wondering if I keep it or not but one last thing on the tourism front because we owe a huge thank you to a member PV Mart who well, I didn't know their like headquarters was in Red Deer and they're building that cool new flag ship store in Red Deer, but they gave us $10, $50 gift cards to give away this summer. So we're going to do that in a bunch of different ways and just wanted to give them a quick shout out for that. Did you know that PB Mart has hardware and a whole lot more? I do now. Well you're welcome. It actually is like, I was there the other day. It is a a cool store. It's a lot of fun. There's the camping, like obviously the farming supply, like outdoor
1: supplies. And they're just in construction for their like flagship location. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know
1: Ted just said that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I wasn't Man, listening. And I
0: took your phone away and you're still not paying attention.
1: Got a little cobwebs when, up there. When Lundy, <laughs> when
0: you just said that slogan, like they used
5: to have a jingle like that, didn't they? Yeah, they did.
2: Oh. Can you
1: give it to us?
5: PV Mart,
0: hardware and a whole lot more. <laughs> 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 that was worth we're, it. We're going yeah, to sell yeah. that back to PV Mart now. Okay.
1: So now that I screwed up the one, I think it's important <laughs> too. I don't see it on your whiteboard over there, Ted, but another tourism read to your partner Troubled. Monk for having us out or, or making us uh, a cask night for treble tea at cilantro and chive. It's probably past now by the time this is released, but uh, yeah, huge shout out to them for for helping us uh, build our brand and build theirs at the same time.
0: I, I am glad you brought that up because that was a lot of fun and man, I did not sweat one bit in there. It was all my shirt stayed dry and not see through. I just want everyone to know that. So just a shout out again to door tender when, when we're talking about booze as always. You know what they provide some some beverages for us to drink while we're recording and happy first birthday to them now it's be a couple of weeks past at this point but uh man they they sure were busy that day they had the one dollar beer and wine so uh pretty cool again uh, to see a business start and flourish uh during a pandemic where uh, uh unfortunately a lot of businesses struggle but great to see them doing well and as always too Make sure you're using that "Oh dear summer" code for ten dollars off your next order, and help make it the best summer ever. Agreed. Wait. <laughs> I agree, Ted.
6: Use code "Oh dear summer" for ten dollars off your next purchase.
0: Oh yeah, let's use that instead.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. good, Ryan. the, hell, so from the back.
0: <laughs> so, still, still lots to get to here, and I think we have our first F in learn a new skill and pay the bill. I gave it a bit of a go. I just, my heart wasn't in it to learn the unicycle. So I'm taking you guys out for dinner and drinks. Unicycle is back on spin diesel. So it's still, someone can still do it. And we're going to spin again here. We're going to have a little bit more time to to do it, but someone's going to have the summer to basically learn a new skill or pay the bill. And because I've already done two, and as a rookie coworker, Aaron, has taken my spot on the wheel. So everyone real quick, pick a color between dark purple, light purple, blue and green. Blue. It's it's not hard guys.
2: Okay, I'll go green.
0: I'll go dark purple. Well then Aaron's going light purple.
6: Okay. All right, Dustin.
0: You ready for it? Give her a spin. We're gonna see who has to do this, this first.
6: I'm all right. I got this. I can do a headstand. No, the next. no,
5: that's just no, a that's, that's just that's just pick, pick. That's oh. just so we know it's you. Oh, now we got to spin again. Oh, I don't
3: like this. Yeah. So here we go.
5: Do you want to reconsider if you're in or not? Too oh. late. Here's what you're doing, Aaron
2: Handstands.
6: All right.
3: So wait,
2: wait, can you do a handstand?
6: I cannot. I have been working all year in quarantine on my headstands. So, I feel confident that the handstand is the next evolution. So,
0: what was the rule with the handstand? 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And no wall support. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's an easy one. So, hey, during the the best summer ever bash at Bose, that's going to be, so you're going to have lots of time.
6: I will publicly do a uh, handstand and I will not wear a dress to that event.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there goes our ticket sales, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or well, maybe thanks, she will. Thanks for participating. You'll have to buy in. a ticket and find out. See, Aaron, I told you if you stood in for me, th- it would be you.
6: This well, is she these, and I are these the two again. jerks. This is terrible. I hate it. Thank you for making it. That's me a not part a bad one though. No, no. I'm ex- I am excited.
0: And
2: right. and plus you'll learn a good life skill.
6: Yeah. Or I'll fail like Ted has at all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I did
2: okay
0: at the f- the first one. You're batting five hundred. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's fifty percent is a pass, right? Yeah. All
3: good, right. Well, Spin Diesel
0: goes away until I guess the next time either me or Lund has to do something. So yeah. Walshie. Good luck, Aaron. You two. I don't know. You two suck. All right. Well, here's a skill that Lund honestly is starting to to master because it's time to head into deer call.
3: Wow. Wow. <laughs> you sounded like a cat.
2: <laughs> a wounded cat. Yeah. Well, that's what attracts the deer. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Deer Call is brought to you by Andrew Russell and Associates. Out of all the realtors in central Alberta, Andrew is one of them. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home, visit andrewrussell.ca.
0: And
1: tell them Lundy sent (laughs) you.
0: All we're going to hear is just a hand on a mic and then Lundy sent you. We
1: might have to change up the slogan because Lundy sent no one.
0: Yeah. I think now though with things opening up, I think it's gonna happen. All right. Yeah, I do too. I'm gonna start sending people now.
2: I've been <laughs> lying the last four months. I I haven't sent sent anybody. But you will. Well,
0: yeah. I just pointed at the yeah. camera and said it was. <laughs> I gotta say one quick thing about Andrew because at the Waterbury Open, I, I played the the nine holes with him. Uh, great time, first of all. And, and talk again about a guy. Uh, you know, businesses supporting businesses. He golfed with Matt Cassidy and said, "Oh, probably gonna have to switch my insurance now." So. If you're wondering what type of guy Andrew is, he's insured. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know I was going to say out? that? <laughs> it's a wonder we're going with that.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to say he's beyond a realtor.
0: I was not going to okay. say that. And I'm glad I didn't because it wasn't that funny.
1: <laughs> beyond insurance? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we get it. We all <laughs> understood it.
2: but You didn't like it, Lindy? No, I hated it. <laughs> Just absolutely detested it. it. <laughs> Aaron's yeah. having like a seizure over there. <laughs>
6: I'm Lund's biggest fan. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> so this deer call, we asked people, Lund, you may have to sit out on this one. No, I've got one for Do this you? one. Oh yeah. It's not some people, we got some, we asked people what's their weirdest pet peeve or hang up. We got some, maybe a pet peeves people think are normal. But or think aren't normal, but are. But uh, we'll start with a couple. Like Julia said, her biggest pet peeve is people who ask questions that can be googled. Which is a guy like a social media guy. Some people think I'm the IT guy at work too. Like that's a big one. I'm we're all guilty of it. But when someone else does it to you, like when someone especially they're playing on their phone, it's like, hey, do you know what the capital of Saskatchewan is? Like pick up your phone. (laughs) I guess it's. I think these are all going to be my pet peeves by the end of it.
2: yeah, I don't know. Like it's, sometimes you just want to make conversation with people though too. Yeah. Well, I know you, you can, love
0: asking questions that no one could possibly know the answer to.
2: Yeah, because I like making conversation. Yeah. Like I like building that connection with human <laughs> beings. Do you imagine if we just Googled everything all the time? We'd never talk to each other.
5: Well, I think part of it is that we all grew up before Google and the internet and cell phones and we remember those times where you did have those good conversations. And
1: On MSN. Yeah.
6: Or a guy came to your house and tried to sell you encyclopedias. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that
0: guy's doing now for work. It's going to be tough. Probably not much.
1: I do agree with Julia on that in the fact that I hate or, uh, it's a pet peeve of mine when people ask for directions somewhere when they're got their phone out. Like you mean like
0: dad? you mean like when your dad called me to ask directions to Sawback, the one guy who's lived in Red Deer the least?
6: You know the brewery's the best. Yeah. Yeah. He just
0: wanted to talk to me.
2: Yeah, you're the most trustworthy.
6: <laughs> I would say in that vein, though, huge pet peeve, don't give me directions, give me an address so that I can yeah. put it yes. into my phone. Yeah. I would have Like helped. when people
0: say head, head east, three and a half kilometers, and you're sitting there looking at trying to figure out which way is east. That's, well,
1: you, that's you definitely to,
0: a generational
2: thing. Yeah, yeah, you used to
1: have to do that because on the map, it was like a fingernail was like a mile.
2: That's how you measured it.
0: (laughs) Is Is that true?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, There's scale. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: that's
2: how you. I know you guys are all
1: laughing at me, but I'm pretty right on this one. (laughs) I'm going to have to Google Google that.
0: We'll Google it. Yeah. So another one. This is, again, I don't think it's a weird hang up. Katie hates pajama pants in public. I remember that was like a university. That was like the thing was pajama pants.
2: I think it depends where in public. Like if you're. Out at out at dinner or something or a restaurant. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Would
0: well, name a place in public where that's like socially the acceptable.
1: Blockbuster picking up a movie for later.
0: Okay, that's yeah, great. Yeah,
5: if Blockbuster Maybe, existed.
1: Yeah. yeah, Ad read, shout out there. Yeah. You're welcome blockbuster. <laughs> for the one for the blockbuster, blockbuster in
2: <laughs> Oregon or wherever it is. Yeah, maybe they'll sponsor yeah.
0: us. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe let's Zeller's or Kmart too or yeah, what say, other? Yeah. yeah, if you
2: have to just run out and get pick up one thing at
5: this. Radio shop. I would yeah. say like I've been guilty of it, of like running to the grocery store on a Saturday morning because we ran out of milk. Yeah. So you it's can... like 7.30 a.m. Yeah, like really quick, quick. like quick stop. Quick yeah. stop.
0: Yeah. It, it's even quicker make... to just put real
6: pants on. You can always put on yeah. pants.
2: But they make they make PJs so comfortable nowadays that like, what's the point in changing? If you're going to be in and out and back on your couch in no time.
0: Uh, here's one that it, it's kind of weird. And I do this. Amanda hates when people take food out of the microwave with like five seconds left instead of waiting till it beeps. But that's like a fun game trying to catch it right before the beep. Yeah, that doesn't bother me one bit.
6: Yeah, seconds yeah, matter if you're melting butter yeah. or something. Yeah. You want to soften it?
0: So so that Popcorn. is a, that is a weird hang up then. Yeah. Joe said people who squeeze the toothpaste in the middle. Oh yeah. What's well, the easiest place to squeeze it from? Psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, future serial killers. <laughs>
1: so like, you, what do you do? You like roll it oh, up yeah. on the
2: yeah. bottom? Yeah, you go yeah, from okay. the bottom and then I've never heard it of that. Like right from the teeth. start, when
5: it's full, you start rolling it? Well, uh, no, no. No, you probably grab and squeeze in the middle yeah, when it's well, full. When it,
2: yeah, when it's full, that's a different story. But when it's half used, yeah, yeah. no, you want start to that, start that roll
5: nice and early. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes common sense isn't so common. Uh, it's <laughs> go-
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> it's true. Actually, I got one. People say shit like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People who call you out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next. Jolene from Memphis Blues says when people say you know what I mean more than once in a in a conversation or a sentence. Which I know what she means. I think
2: it's like when people say like yeah. it's just like a <laughs> <laughs> No, that's different. <laughs> that's different. It, it's like a like a speech thing. Like yeah. it's a hitch or a something
0: I know what they you rely mean. on. Yeah. It it's it, <laughs> I know what you mean. it's similar to doing um or ah. Yeah. When you can't find the words. It, yeah. It's a placeholder. Um, here's a, this is kind of weird. I guess they would know. Gourd Smoke Shop said, people who keep money in their socks and bras, especially when it's hot and sweaty. <laughs> like who, who carries money anymore? Sweaty people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Humid <Ted>. titties. <laughs> <laughs> Ted this must be carrying is, a man, lot done of money. We've gone like
0: 13 episodes and never saying titties. And we've said it like eight times in this one. Humidity. <laughs> oh, you're, you're on a roll. <laughs> Uh, and Stefan, here's one. People who sneeze more than once, which is a weird pet peeve because like, I, I can't help it.
1: I think, yeah, most people probably do. Yeah.
6: I don't months. love people who sneeze. Well, how
0: about your bullshit sneezes? <laughs> Let's talk about Aaron's fake sneezes. She goes, A-tch! like, that's not a real sneeze. No, no. You lie to us every time you, you hold sneezed. them in? I
6: that's go, not I good I for ju- you. Once, yeah. like a normal person. I don't sneeze seven times in a row before I'm done. But
0: people can't help that. Or you you say full sentences. She goes, geez. Like that's not a real sneeze if you can say words.
2: I just try and get it. I don't care how many sneezes it takes. I just need to I'm a double sneezer.
0: I always have two. Sometimes I'll do do three. So Stefan, this podcast is not for you, I guess. But thanks for listening. Cross him off the list. So here's my personal one that I I don't know why. Like I just I really Is nothing against them. I'm a very outgoing person, but like when I'm getting a haircut or even like at the dentist or whatever, I hate making small talk, especially like if you go somewhere where you have a different person every time, you don't really know them. And it's like, I'll tell you one thing, like I went to a, a barber shop frequently before I started seeing going to one person every time. And I had the same girl like three times in a row. And every time she made small, t- like she didn't remember me. And so would ask the same questions. I had to sit, th- I'm like, I can either make this awkward and just say, Hey, no, I've been here before, but I missed my window. So every time I just sit there and answer the same questions. You missed an opportunity, it. man. You could have like, you could have invented a whole new Ted. <laughs> uh, there's no one... I would rather be than me. Yeah. Except for like most people.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, you can't unprove on mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy, it's funny you, you mentioned that. I think I've told you this story before, but uh, I had the exact same thing happen. And I, I don't mind small talk. So I got my haircut, well, probably about three months ago. And I uh, got it cut from a cut from a guy, which... That's not my pet peeve, but it is a little bit weird when you get your haircut from a dude. But anyway, the well, issue—it's
0: like a barber versus a hairdresser, yeah. too. Like there's di- there is a difference. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but the, my issue though is, so he sat me down, did like two quick clips. And I think I sneezed or coughed. How many times? Well, I can't remember, but let's just say <laughs> once. So Aaron Aaron doesn't get mad at me. And then he goes, "Oh man, you okay? You can take off your mask." And I went, "No, no, I'm okay." And he goes, "Oh, this this COVID's all a hoax." <laughs> and I thought, like, okay, here we go. Like, like this guy's gonna go off on COVID and his conspiracy theories. I was only half right. He didn't go off on COVID at all. He just started going spouting off other conspiracy theories cuz 2 seconds later he was talking to me about, "Hey, did you see all these all these uh German scientists getting kidnapped? Yeah, they're they're fall, they're falling off the the map and they're and they're they're making some sort of anti-gravity machine." And I'm like, "What?" So and he's got scissors in his, in his hand, so I just have to agree with him cuz he's in charge of cutting my hair. <laughs> so he's going <laughs> <In charge>. on <laughs> He's going on and on about <laughs> this conspiracy th- theory where all these German physicists are getting ki- kidnapped to build some sort of alien anti-gravity machine because there's aliens in every city around here. And anyway, th- my haircut took about 45 minutes. It, sh- <laughs> it usually takes about seven minutes. but he- And it was just one of those things where I couldn't do anything. I was trapped in the chair just nodding. And I, like... All he could see was my eyes because I had my mask on still. But it, that was just like one of the weirdest haircuts I ever had. And the worst part is he actually did a pretty good job too. So, I, w- I went back there a few <laughs> weeks ago hoping to get him again. Because I could just learn, learn some new yeah, stuff. learn yeah. some new conspiracy theories. Um, but he wasn't there and I got a mediocre haircut this time. So,
0: anyway, yeah, I don't mind small and See, I wish I was in another chair when that was happening. Like just being – and that's I think for me, it's like I don't like other people hearing my conversation. Yeah. Is what it is. And it's always like, where do you work? Where, you know, what this and that, and then there's like nothing for five minutes and then they try to break the silence again.
2: Yeah, this was not normal. Yeah. And I get it too,
0: because it's probably weird for them, the hairdresser to like be quiet and awkward. You'd think for a guy who loves to talk about himself, right? Like that's what's kind of weird is in that kind of setting, I don't like it.
2: Well, yeah, and the thing was too. I mean, he was so backlogged with haircuts because I mean, I like I had to wait another like half hour after my time was booked because he was busy telling other people's stories. But they probably keep it on. Yeah, keep him a on the of payroll because uh, yeah. he does a good job. So they charge you by the minute. Yeah, just like this story, it keeps going on yeah. and
0: on. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Kev, go ahead. I got nothing. Yeah, he used up his nine hour story right off the hop. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So you don't you don't have any weird pet peeves or hang ups that just like
5: I wouldn't say weird, it's just people that aren't on time. You've been late to like the last five recordings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's usually you. That's because I thought it was a time range. But no, I'm not I'm saying for more important things in this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, are we are we going personal pet peeves? Yeah. Because like I'm I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I don't have too many pet peeves, but if I chose one, it would be when driving in traffic, when you let somebody in or somebody has a signal light on there beside you and you slow down, you let them in and they don't give you the old wave. Drives me absolutely bonkers. That's not a
0: weird one though. That's just manners.
1: Well, I, yeah, but it's yeah. maybe a little bit weird and a little bit road ragey. I don't know, but I it's just one of my hangups. I like- not scream, but I'm like, oh, just, just wave. It would just make me so much happier. Cause you just want to be a good polite driver and, and let people around the roads, but God, that drives me nuts. You guys know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, the, I'm with yeah, you on I'd that guide. one. So it's that's just, my one. just
0: it, that's for me, it's just manners in general, right? Yeah, that goes with, I'd agree it. with that.
1: I have to, I forgot to say
0: Ashley's cause you just, this has nothing to do with that, but hers and, and I'm on board. You guys know I'm on board with this one is the sound of people chewing. And especially like in a COVID era when everything was over Zoom, I was so sick of hearing people eat chips while we were playing <laughs> NHL and just right in the microphone.
1: Was that Kevin Dylan?
0: Well, it was. It was both. Kevin, I it was more of a good. Zoom. I chip was eater. pretty good about putting myself. On we mute. listened to Dustin's brother-in-law gain about twenty-seven pounds because all he did M&M's? was snack M and M's and chips and mini eggs. And, but that's a big one, and that's why I give you guys shit all the time too on your microphones and stuff, and I. Try to and it, you know. I think some people notice, some people don't. Aaron, what's that called? Like the actual misophonia. Misophon- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you, do you? Did you guys have that set up? Or we do you actually no, we know talked that. about it once before, and like, like I for sure have that because just the th- like lip smacks and that just bothered me a lot. Some people it doesn't, but
3: yeah, it's but actually genetic.
6: Take twenty three and Me, and you'll find out if you too have misophonia. <laughs>
0: Are we, is that a
2: new sponsor? <laughs> uh, I've got a I've got a really relevant one right now. Uh-oh. So you know when you get a sunburn and it's pretty obvious that you have a sunburn, and you walk up to somebody and they go, "Holy crap, you got sunburned!" It's like, "No <laughs> shit, buddy, I did." You're the first fucking person telling me I got
3: sunburned. Thank,
2: thank you. Oh my god. I, I didn't know I got sunburned. I feel great. I haven't looked in the mirror all day. Like, <laughs> give me a break. And it happens. It happens every time, too. Well, well I put time on you're... some sunscreen, yeah. bud. I, I do, but not I just only I that too.
0: sunburned quite easily. F- first of all, it's great to see you fired up because nobody has zero pet peeves. And it's nice. To yeah, no, you I know. I got to let it out sometimes. I, I, this time of year, it's always, and it always we did, reminds we all, me. We were not sun safe this weekend, even though we accidentally became the visit Sylvan Lake sun safety spokespeople on Instagram. But my other thing too, is I remember, and it's just kind of a pet peeve. Like I hate how much people touch you, right? you don't realize it until like you have a sunburn and people smack you on the back or like rub your shoulder. Hey, how's it going? And the one time we did the wine survivor, and I was emceeing it so everyone was coming up and being like hey Ted how's it going like talking to me in it every time right and that was like the worst sunburn I've ever had so I yeah. will
2: no, I will agree with that too I just uh, thanks for pointing out the obvious not you I'm just saying for yeah. the guys that or girls that say oh man you got some sun no shit yeah. <laughs> yeah so I don't know that's yeah that's probably my only pet peeve right now a big one apparently well, I get burnt quite a bit, so yeah. it's, it happens yeah. quite often.
6: <laughs> don't text me after 10 p.m. I don't care if it's 9.30 where you live. Don't text me after 10 p.m. my time.
3: <laughs> oh,
6: Huge pet peeve. It's rude and sometimes wakes me up and I don't like it. Can we call? <laughs> Never call. <laughs> yeah. Second pet peeve. Don't call <laughs> yeah. people. It's no 2021. One
1: call. Yeah, it's 2021, Aaron. Put on Do Not Disturb on your phone. Well, because no, what if there's an emergency? Yeah. I get Emergencies that part, go through, do not disturb.
2: But then she just wouldn't, if it is an emergency, she won't be woken up by the yeah uh, notification.
6: And if I'm playing Candy Crush and it's 11 o'clock, I'm still going to see that the text came through and I'm going to be annoyed by it. Now I'm mad at you and going to sleep. Yeah.
0: I think I I'd probably do that to uh, like... A lot of people. Well, Dustin and I probably talk more between like 10 and 11 PM than any other time. So leave Aaron off that list.
6: Yeah. I'll never Someone text her right
0: now. It's 1121. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's okay because we're in the same room.
0: All right. Well, another successful edition of Deer Call. It's great to see you fired up, Lund. We didn't know if it was ever even possible, but apparently uh, we just got to tell you when you got some sun. So before we move on to Ted versus Walsh, Dustin, we're, we're going to let you share this news because obviously a, another partner of ours is the Black Falls Bulldogs, and now we're only a couple months away from the inaugural season, and, and things are starting to, I guess, heat up.
1: Yeah, pretty exciting. You know, we're sitting here. I think it's end of June, so we're two months away from you know our main camp starting, and then you know September seventeenth, I think, is our first inaugural game and and home opener in October. So, you know, season tickets are on sale right now, you know, grab those. It's going to be a pretty exciting team to watch. I think for, you know, the first year, brand new arena, brand new team, you know, Black Falls, it's going to be exciting times for that community. And, and, uh, if you want get on the season ticket list right now, I know we have, uh, our merchandise rolling out our rough house. It's called on our website. So check that out. If you want to grab some merch and, uh, you know what? I just had to say, you know, we found our newest billets, uh, Ryan London, Ted Emmett, thanks for housing <laughs> one of the Black Falls Bulldogs in your, in your house. He's gonna, is he going to live downstairs with Teddy?
0: Yeah, he's going to stay in Ted's room. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We could, say, like, we could say legitimately yes, and there's no way the Bulldogs brass is going to let that's anyone pr- yeah, live with true. us.
1: I'd agree with that. And,
0: I think it would be awesome, honestly, like, to, to be a billet
1: parent. It, uh, it's a pretty rewarding experience for, for both the player and the family, to be honest. I went through that process, you know, in a couple different cities and, you know, I still keep in touch with the family that, you know, when I moved in, they were, the kid was, I think, six and a half months old and now he's 12 and I still get to watch him play. I think he's now 14 actually, 15 maybe. Um, but, you know, really rewarding. Lots of the times you keep in touch with the family after, but yeah, we are looking for billets in the red deer area too. And then other than that, you know, we're you know my job working with the foundation you know we're getting started up with that we're going to raise you know some funds for for different organizations with the 5050 we're going to get a scholarship set up and and lo and behold, a guy on our on our podcast is going to be sitting on the foundation board, which is pretty exciting for myself to get to work with Kev and and all his business experience, finance experience, accounting experience, and uh, just being a big a big businessman in, in Red Deer is is going to be pretty cool. So um, lots of exciting stuff going on with the Bulldogs. I you know, Doug and Jody, the owners are are doing such a professional job with this Junior A team, and and look forward to getting our first season going.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you said it all, but I, we're all excited to see what happens too. Lots of great things happening for sports in central Alberta. Like, you know, summer obviously with baseball right now happening in Sylvan Lake and and some great hockey now in the in the fall. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. And yeah, get out there, get your season tickets.
2: It'd be pretty cool to see that barn packed and uh, hopefully we all can make uh, the, uh, the opening night game this year.
1: Yeah. I think it uh, seats around 1500. I don't know if they've settled on a final seat count yet, but Uh, up to 2,000 I believe with the fire code so you know the first few games the weekend games it would be pretty awesome to see that building you know bumping and and, you know, especially coming out of COVID now where we can get back in into arenas and, you know, fingers crossed anyway and, and see some live sporting events. And, you know, with the beer, you've got a couple different, you know, they kind of modeled the rink after an NHL rink a little bit with the lowest seating and some VIP areas and different ex- different experiences for for different uh, families or, or if you're going with buddies or if you want to sit in a VIP area. So it, it's they've really catered to all different kinds of people, which is awesome.
0: Cool. Well, looking forward to their home opener in October. That's not even gonna be the hottest matchup of this year. At least not compared to Ted versus Walsh, because it is tight right now, right? It is three two for Walsh. I still I know for a fact I have not had a lead yet. So I'm hoping hoping to go two in a row here, but I gotta start with one. So so yeah, let's let's get into it. Ted versus Walsh. Aaron, you're up after you sneeze once. Just coughing. Oh, cough. Okay.
6: Ted versus Walsh is brought to you by Travis Kletke, chartered professional accountant and partner at Swainson Alexander, located downtown Red Deer. Building connections through exceptional service and trusted professionalism one client at a time. Learn more at swainsonalexander.ca.
1: Yeah, this girl's good. I think I think let's recap here for maybe listeners who who didn't catch the start of Ted versus Walsh. What what exactly is the loser of this bet doing? Oh,
0: boy. So the loser of this bet has to spend a full day. I think we said a Saturday with like I, the French tips. I think Dustin somehow knew there. Anyways, very like very, very long fake fingernails.
6: Um, French tips is actually just a style of painting your nails. It doesn't mean anything else. It's just a white oh. line. So you'd be going for some uh, big, long, fake acrylic nails. Dustin,
0: well, yeah. you idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks a lot, but Aaron. I thought, could I
6: be I'd, French tips.
0: I tried to give you that one. But yeah, so, and basically, and, it, and it's not just have them, but like we'll probably yeah, go do golfing, stuff. do stuff, like some activities. And, and we know Walsh will probably be wearing glasses and not contacts that day and yeah, yeah. I, I, for one, will be wearing like sweatpants, nothing with a zipper. It, it'll be a tough day. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. You
1: well, can, you're up. That's why you're up three, two, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys and can and go it's to the first mall. one to five. First, first, first overall, one yeah, to five. it right?
2: yeah. could scratch okay. some strangers' backs, get back to the community. All right, let's play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so today, Landy and I came up with, I guess it's kind of a red deer. This day in red deer, would you call it, I guess? So you guys are going to be writing down a year. It's not price is right rules, so it's just closest to the actual year that this happened in Red Deer Central Alberta. We have 14, 14 questions, so they'll be quick, fire offs, and one tiebreaker if you guys are tied. So uh, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off with, well, you got any questions? I was just
0: say, Aaron, you'll keep score for us? Perfect.
1: Aaron's got the scorekeeper going.
0: She, it's, it's late. I just want to make sure she has something to do.
1: So uh, let's <laughs> start off with a sponsor, one of our main ones. Bose Bar and Stage. What year did it turn into Bose Bar and Stage? 1996.
0: 1996.
1: Did you guys both know that by chance? Yeah. Yes. How Ooh, would wow. How
0: that, that's like
5: with the yeah. low. It's right on in the their, logo. On their logo right in the oh. restaurant, it says established. 1996. Wait, let me look well, at
0: this growler. Yeah, established 1996. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All All right. Good for well you boys done. for
1: knowing our sponsors so well. One, All right.
2: one. All right. Good luck getting this one. Yeah, let's end it here. <laughs> when did the Red Deer Royals... First form. And who are the Red Deer Royals? They just are, a band? They are a band. <laughs> not only just a band, Ted, they're Canada's premier marching band.
6: It's not a band, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> I
2: said 1974. 1972. <laughs> the correct answer is 1969.
1: Oh, oh Kevin Walsh. Kevin. All right. We're, we're on the same wavelength yeah. tonight. Yeah, you guys are you guys are close so far. So let's see where you go with the Horton Spheroid. The green water tower, the big landmark in Red Deer. When did oh. that go up?
2: When the old spheroid get uh, propped up? Mm. 1956. <gasps> I said 1951.
1: And the answer is
0: 1959. Oh, oh my God. God. Kevin. Was that 3-1? We're like, I'm- I'm, I'm very impressed with both yeah. of us right now. I'm a little more impressed with you because you're winning. Uh, when did RDC
2: open? And oh. for those of you playing at home, that's Red Deer College. Now RDP. Yeah, now RDP, I guess. I have no idea. 1985.
5: 1975.
1: 1964. Oh, four. Wow. One Walsh. Okay. Jeez. All right. I think you guys will probably get this one, but what year was the World Juniors hosted in Red Deer last? And obviously with COVID times, it didn't go on last year. This
5: one's hard because I lived in Grand Prairie when they had the winter games. So now I always get them confused.
0: 2009. 1996.
1: The correct answer is 1995. Oh, like completely.
0: Like, didn't they, they, Wasn't there some games in Red Deer when it was in Calgary and Edmonton?
1: Exhibition games. Oh, I so think. you're
0: thinking, oh, okay. That's my fault for not understanding. Five I'll one.
2: give you a quarter point. Yeah, give him a quarter point. <laughs> <laughs> when did Bauer Place open its doors? Bauer Place Shopping Center. 1986. 1995. 1981. Oh my God. This is turning out to be a blowout.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. It's
2: think, almost like I he's lived he's still in Red doing Deer 10 job.
0: years longer than me. All right. This is all before he was born. What wow. year
1: did the Red Deer Advocate start?
0: I said 1961. 1956.
1: <laughs> is it 19? <laughs> the 1956?
0: correct answer is 1903. Oh my Holy. God. I got to just start saying $1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say $1, 1900.
1: Is it 7 1?
6: Yes. I think it's oh. seven. 7 to 1 and a quarter. Yeah.
2: This is a two-part question and... For two points? For two points. When did the Centrium... <laughs> when did the Centrium... When was the Centrium built? <laughs> how did, Why did it take you so long to ask that? Because there's two different ways I could have phrased that. What year was the construction complete? 1986.
3: 1993. 1991. Hey, oh,
2: And as a follow-up, how much did the construction cost to build the Centrium?
5: It was built in ninety one.
2: Yeah. So nine, and we're looking for the nineteen ninety one cost.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So ninety one dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Twelve million. I said three point one. Twenty three million. Oh my dollars.
3: god.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Twenty three
0: point <laughs> one million.
1: All right, Ted. So eight two, and a eight two and a quarter. Yeah. Funny enough, though, this next question is worth two as well. So what year? was Red Deer incorporated as a town and then a city.
2: So we're looking for two different years here. Yeah. Two different
1: years.
6: Or maybe it's the same.
5: Oh, I said 1917 and 1939.
0: I said 1903 and
6: 1921. Teddy.
1: I think Daddy. Teddy picks up two here because it, Red Deer was incorporated as a town in 1901 and then a city in 1913. All right. Back in the mix. <laughs>
0: Barely. That quarter point is going to make a difference. What's the score
6: at? Eight to four and a quarter.
0: <laughs> How,
6: <laughs> How many, many questions <laughs> are
0: left? I have two left.
1: I have four left. So there's three each left. I got to run the
2: table. Yeah. What year did the Red Deer Costco open?
0: What year did the $1.50 hot dog and pop come to Red Deer? Yes. 2002. 2007. 1996.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: You guys have been living large here in Red Deer for a long time, buying 12 of everything.
1: You're going to have to get real hot here. So what year did the Buffalo Hotel open in Red Deer? I don't even know what that
0: is. Give you a hint. It wasn't last year. Now, is that the tallest? No, which is the one that's the tallest (laughs) building in North America? The Capri? I (laughs) said 1950. Nineteen oh nine.
1: The correct answer is eighteen ninety one. Oh, wow, that is very so. Interesting. Is that, that was
0: even before it was a town. You guys yeah. may not know this. Is that is that building like still around? Like, it's is it literally a down a the building? street from where we are yeah. right now? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. oh yeah. that's I cool. Remember, really. I didn't know that. I think they've done some renos to it, but it's still it's still st- still there. Yep. or around. That's there's still the uh, original sign is still there, yeah. which is pretty cool. I like your guys' games because I lose most of them, but I learn something every time. What year did the RCMP come to Red Deer? 1899,
3: 1895,
1: <laughs> 1943. No, <laughs> oh
5: really? What?
0: This was, it just was a, a town
5: lo- for 20 it years.
0: It's a the lawless, lawless town. Here? town. Yeah,
2: I think they had, they had their own police force oh. for years.
1: All right, here's a good one. The first outdoor rink in Red Deer opened in the cold. Yeah, it was cold.
5: <laughs> quarter point. Yeah, give Ted another quarter point for that for that <laughs> joke.
1: 1911.
0: 1935.
1: 1898. Oh, you gotta just go low on some of these. Thank you, City. That's where all the crime
5: happened before the cops
0: came.
6: Yeah, definitely. I didn't look at who got that point, though. You
0: did? What year was the Red Deer Hospital built? 1901. Like the current one? I said 1958.
1: 1904.
0: That same building? Well, the, I, I think no. at the same site. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I'd have no yeah. clue I didn't know that. if you meant like the one that's currently standing or... It doesn't matter. I, I'm out of yeah. it. Need, this is just for you're, learning. Here's your last
1: one. In what year did Red Deer surpass 50,000 people on the census?
0: Was this in our other census quiz? No. I'm glad you brought you're it back at, though. You're good at the census. The oh, census is oh, so much fun. <laughs> and important. Yeah. 1974. 1969.
1: And the correct answer is 1983. So oh, Teddy, you picked up wow. a mercy point there.
0: We were pretty close in our guesses.
1: Yeah, the, at the start you guys were really close. Oh boy!
0: So that's I'm on the ropes now. That was yeah. an absolute yeah.
1: drubbing. Good game yeah. though. That was yeah. We I did what, learn some stuff. Not
0: mad about how I did.
1: Like it was. Walsh
0: is
2: up four to two. Oh. So yeah, it's always nervous when you're in an elimination yeah. match. I yeah. got faith in you though. You so can run burn the back.
0: table. Yeah. No, that one I I liked that one again. We learned, but I would have liked it a little better if I won. But
2: yeah. Of course. It's good
5: effort out
0: there. Yeah, I was just on the wrong side of you every time. Yeah, wrong side of the couch. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much it. So thank you. Thanks Aaron for keeping score. Uh, we'll we'll look at Aaron's official score maybe if I slip her 20 maybe somehow I won, but
6: I got distracted with doodling, so I'm not sure it's entirely <laughs> accurate, but Walsh oh. crushed it. Well, them. you're
0: officially part of this podcast then if you got distracted partway through. I'll tell you that much. So yeah. that's that's pretty good much job. it. We maybe didn't take quite as long as I thought. It's still going to be a little bit longer episode, but again, that's it for us until September. Uh, So thank you everyone for listening. I know no one's going to really care that much that we take all of August off, but I think, you know, we'll still be on social media. Make sure you follow us, follow us on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to Bo's YouTube with with Riley sitting here. I know he looks ready to go home, so I'm going to appease him. By saying that, but uh,
6: and if you're missing these guys, make sure you come to the live show on August 21st and join them at Bose.
0: That almost sounded like a pre recorded one. That was good. That's, I was gonna say, we, we do hope to see you at Bose, obviously, all summer too. Get out there and support local and uh, yeah, help us as all. We want to pump up that logarithm on social media and YouTube. So. Log squad, baby. <laughs> yeah. And hey, you know, if you're listening on on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you like us, give us a good review. That goes a long way as well. Uh, but thanks for sticking with us. Again, this is uh we come in the studio, things get a, a little longer, but it's awesome to all be here together. Have Aaron here, be here with Ryan and Riley. And again, communal creative studios by Bose. Give them a call. They are doing some incredible stuff probably like busy, like crazy busy, like from zero to 60, right? Yeah, he's, he's nodding yes, like, yeah, I'm busy. I want to go home, wrap this the hell up. So thank you again to Jared Smith and the Unparalleled Clothing Company uh, for sponsoring this episode, uh, for all the support they do from us. Again, we've got the Odeer hats. As always, thank you to Bose Bar and Stage, our presenting sponsor. And yeah, final thoughts for everyone.
1: Yeah, just thank you to everyone who's listened to one or 14 of our episodes. I think it's pretty cool that we've been able to get to episode 14. Obviously huge shout out to these guys with the studio. It's crazy awesome that we're sitting on couches right here with some pretty awesome mics and five cameras and lights in front of us. It feels surreal. And uh, yeah, other than that, have a great summer. We'll see, uh, hopefully at the live show and, and maybe the treasure hunt that's kind of in the midst or just past. Uh, So hopefully we, we saw you and checked you out on that and yeah again just thanks and and look forward to you know hopefully many more years of of doing this if if Ted can stay sane
0: That's that's what the August break is for
1: Yeah I like that
5: yeah, thanks guys. This was a blast to get together again. Uh, really missed it and looking forward to the next few months when we can all get together and just wanted to throw out a bonus glad game. Hopefully when this comes out, uh, this heat wave is over, but just a big shout out to the mustard seed um, for collecting a lot of bottled water, sunscreen, all that kind of stuff uh, for those uh, less fortunate. Population and uh, to all the local businesses that have donated. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to go and, and give some water here this morning, and they said they've collected forty thousand bottles. And when I showed up, there was five other vehicles in the parking yeah. lot wow. giving water. So really awesome to see the community come together. Yeah, way to go, Red Deer and Central Alberta. Yeah, and for me, uh,
2: I know I'm sunburned. You don't have to tell me to my <laughs> face. I have eyeballs. So <laughs> thank
0: you so much, Aaron.
6: Where's sunscreen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh hey that's a great way to end so thank you again everyone have the best summer ever keep crushing it and uh, we'll see you in September